Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the endless void that oh, is shit. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie. I am vengeance. I am the knight. Bellacock. <laughs> Sam, my parents are dead. Oh, <laughs> And Ellie, I can breathe in space, Sparrow. <laughs> it is a it is a, a joke from the comic Short Pact, um, <laughs> from like fucking fifteen years ago. Uh, God, I'm a nerd. Uh, about yeah. how the one of the Batman action figures. Uh, space helmet just doesn't cover the top of his head. <laughs> it's like an interaction between Superman and and well, he can and, spa- and Batman's like <laughs> right now. Batman, we great candor. Batman, your space helmet doesn't cover your head. I'm Batman, and I can breathe in space. <laughs> That's so That's brilliant. Oh. Also, Jason, I think the cat was out of the bag a long time ago with the nerd thing. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing right now? You know, <laughs> it's like incredibly mainstream and non Yeah, this is fine. Speaking of pulling cats out of the bag, it's time to pull some uh, present cats out of the messages of uh, out of the bag of the future <laughs> and demand future us what messages from the present. It's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or are some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We are also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. A gift is present cat. Oh. Now I'm thinking about the Batman musical and I can't stop. I just need everyone else to know so that you can all have the songs in your head with me and also suffer. Yes. Yeah. I want to be somebody, buddy. That one. Yeah. Somebody, be somebody, buddy. Anyway, to avoid uh, breaching copyright. Uh, it was less than six seconds. Oh, fine. We shall move uh, steadfastly onwards to, I guess, to begin, Flintlocks and Fireballs. Mm. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. 
previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party have completed uh, a few days of sort of sort of rest and recovery. Not exactly. I should say they've not even completed, but they have had a few days of rest and recovery following the battle for Newmark. Now they have joined. Uh, they have joined together with uh, Scamp's biological sister and um, fellow sorcerer, uh, Victory. Uh, to steal a mansion, specifically Wayne Manor, uh, spelt W-A-I-N, where, having investigated uh, Wayne Manor, the party have discovered uh, a number of interesting things, such as the layout of its rooms, uh, its plentiful uh, pantries, and the fact that there was a secret cave underneath uh, that was apparently the lair of some sort of mothman uh, vigilante uh, who had apparently marked all three of the party for death and we uh, haven't noticed because no. we're assholes yeah and had miraculously somehow been like one step behind like two steps behind them the whole way uh, yep. a master of stealth who unfortunately it appeared was uh, gunned down by some random musketeers before they could ever reach the party uh, to to take them out. Um, survived only by uh, his valet, uh, Squidworth Butler Esquire. Oh, yeah, for ages. <laughs> survived. Um, the one remaining member of uh, Wayne Manor's staff, uh, the party attempted to arrange uh, uh, Squinty... Uh, oh yeah, we were going to get squinty a whole new life. Yeah, whole new life. Sorry, we've got Phoenix down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you like imagine? Like ninety-year-old <laughs> man, uh, only for him to rush back at the last minute upon seeing, having not quite fully left, but clearly like stayed to get a last look at the manor, seen the strange goings on as the uh, uh, as the party began conjuring up. Uh, the, the the mechanism of stealing the mansion and in a panic attempted to run back into the manor only for the terrifying arcane forces to bisect him um, and similarly uh, trap the party uh, within as, the, as Corzin went to rescue Squinty Squinty died <laughs> Celestia went to rescue Corzin <laughs> fell Corzin proceeded to to go to rescue Celestia and in a panicked move to avoid the same happening to them Victory uh, the only way to stop the spell going wildly out of control was for both her and Scamp to go to the inside of the spell's radius and you all for a few mo- for for an unknown amount of time lose consciousness oh, no. as the clap of rushing air stuns you can i ask everyone to give me a con- a constitution check please okay, okay. oh fuck that's really good <laughs> excuse Just me check 
Um, mm-hmm. Nineteen. Yeah, also nineteen. Okay, uh, and I'll just do the same for victory. Cool. Causing you awake uh, of about. I'm going to say a few moments, a couple of moments before the others. You open your eyes and stare up into the black. You're on your back. The force has knocked you over. Um, And when I say staring up into the black, I mean pitch absolute black there is no sun there are no stars it's like when it's it feels like when apophis ate the sun but there is but you don't have that same blessing anymore there's you can see in the dark regardless and indeed your peculiarly 360 vision gives you more information immediately but you can see through the strange sort of greys and blacks, the absence of light uh, that is dark vision, the absence of colour. It's more like a present... You don't even get strong texture uh, here. Like, you know, you, you get... Pre- it, it, it feels... Dark vision, it's almost... It's not quite like echolocation. You see surfaces, you see rough textures. You couldn't read writing. Right, like yes. Yeah. You need light. There's no fine vision. Mm. Um, But you realize you are lying on your back on the lawn of the mansion. To your left, there is the rising wall of the mansion. You can see sort of uh, feetwards of you. There's bits that you can see the edge of where the hedge maze is. Headwards, uh, there is the where, where lead, leading to the pool, and to your right, where there was the wall, is more black. The you as you start to pick yourself up, um, you realize the grass, the, the lawn, ends abruptly about three feet away from where you're lying. Well, that's less than stellar. Um, and it's it's a very gentle curve. As you get up, as you start to get your bearings, you realize that in a pretty much perfect circle around the mansion, the world just seems to end. Oh, no. It's fine. Everything's fine. It is dead quiet. There is no wind, no breeze on your skin, no sound of animals. Um, You can see... you there. Well, yeah, one moment. Let me just roll a quick check, just in case they got above the 20. They didn't. Even Steve the chicken is silent, but that's because Steve is the chicken is currently unconscious. Um, okay, uh, if I look around, I can see my companions. Ne- yes, yes, so you can see up. next to you, slow, groggily regaining consciousness about a similar time, just a, a few seconds delayed, is Celestia. Um, Everybody, all right? You can see 
Victory is still has not regained consciousness some distance away and just on uh, at a fair distance the other way you can see Scamp is picking themselves up as well. You can see Corzin and Celestia as you open your eyes you can see as well. Um, the spirit world is very nearly empty. Uh, normally there are spirits always flitting around all over the place and I just don't mention them but like generally you can They're assume like there's like little yeah. things here and there yeah. you, you almost don't notice them you can only see the rainbow spirit around Celestia the octopus and fish spirits around Corzin I mean technically Marjorie's here but she's wrapped in Marjorie mm. um, and Causing you notice this first, you can see Scamp. You can't. Friend Lux and Seedy uh, sat or stood near uh, Scamp. Can I see them? You can see them too. Oh, mm. I don't. Like uh, and I'd like both of you to make a perception check, please. This is sight based. Okay. Sight based. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Natural twenty. Ten. Okay, Corzin, you briefly catch sight of... It's almost impossible to see because it's black on black. Some sort of dark spirit flit over the edge of the garden and down. Or oh, like down past the bounds of yep. where things end. Into the, into the void. Mm-hmm. Just downwards. Okay. You see uh, that? What? What? That's a uh, spirit of some kind, I think. It oh, just well, uh, well, went over the edge. Where are we? Um, Wayne Manor! Wayne Manor has sky. Coulson is going to take out his belaying pin and just slowly prod it past the boundaries of where the, the, the thing yep. ends. Uh, it just goes straight in. Just like, like there's just air in every direction. It doesn't feel like... There's no roof that you can see or anything. There's just nothing except, apparently, breathable air. Alright, this is weird. How much breathable air? I'm going to sit down for a hot second and just remember yeah. how to focus on anything except the fact that we can't see the sky. It's all, so pitched, just give me a it's all pitch black. You, there, is, there is no natural light source. Um, does anyone have a quick light source? Yep. Thank you. Okay. You, the little purple dancing lights mm-hmm. flash into existence. Can I just throw a fireball bolt, not ball, bolt, bolt yeah. out mm. into the into the void? Yes, you do. As you sort of focus on your own. It's victory, alright. Uh, victory is not stirred yet. Okay. Uh, I'll go and see. Yeah. If she's oh, okay. yeah. Sure. Uh, you stamp. You cast the the fire bolt, and you watch as the f- little gout of flame, of pink flame. <laughs> Cast a little bit of light as it goes. <laughs> Slowly arcs. Carries on. Carries on. You watch it go, because there's nothing like much in terms of like atmospheric haze or anything in the way, you do see it go for a good long time until it just dwindles out beyond the range at which the light reaches you. Okay. 
Um, but that was I, I see it to its full like length. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely goes the four hundred twenty feet. And then it just sort of two hundred forty. So two hundred forty feet, <laughs> and then it just arcs downwards and away. Causing. Yeah. What were you asking me if I saw? Because there's nothing here. So what were you asking about? It was. It was a black shape, really difficult to see against the rest of everything. Right. That's, oh, that's nice. Hooray! It, your Good your I... focus is like becomes clearer where the purple light is because well, it's actual light. Yeah. And you're able to see. Definitely, I can't just do that. Um, Could I describe like the the physical characteristics of this thing, or was it just difficult to? Amorphous, see dark. All right. It was. Like a um, like a spirit, but hadn't properly formed. I mean, not to be horribly paranoid and stuff. Could you do the touch the ground, see what's around? That's Definitely. a really good yep. idea. Uh, I will cast primeval awareness. Okay, you are no longer on the coast. <laughs> so up to a mile then. To a mile with. So primeval awareness requires a sort of path to follow. So some things are going to be a little weird here. Give me a moment. Just uh, grab the player's handbook, which is was definitely around. Um, where's that? Ooh, I have a copy know. next to me if you uh, <laughs> if you want me to look something up. I, like I must was, have like. You take you a book. Your notes isn't. Ah, that's uh, that's Vilu's go to monster. Did you take it downstairs? Oh, there's a bunch of books on the floor. Oh, oh, they're <laughs> underneath a pile of uh, recording cases. That's this why. This is what you should do for listeners. Uh, Apologies oh, for the foliage. Everything, <laughs> everything falling over. Googling things and looking for books. I dropped it. <laughs> this is authentic D&D. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is the authentic D&D <laughs> And if you listen very closely, you'll hear me scrolling backwards through my phone, desperately trying to find Jeffrey's stats. Oh my god, for the second week me. in a row. It's Stormy here. Yes. Stormy as okay. with, at about the same point as... Uh, about the same point as the others, I'm going to say then. So Stormy, Jeffrey, Marjorie regain consciousness. Steve, uh, Steve is the last to regain, going... <laughs> and just promptly goes back to sleep because it's, it's night. Dark. It's night time. And yeah. it's Steve is a regular bird. Yep. Is yep. she? We don't know. She might not have a soul anymore. <laughs> Uh, Steve is, as far as you can, at least as far as her instincts are concerned here, a regular bird. To be um, fair, we did the same thing to Corzin, and we haven't been worried about whether Corzin's got a soul anymore. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> One would okay. hope it's self-evident. <laughs> what will you discover? Right, within a mile... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you pulse. First of all, the roar of the sea. There is... Okay. Surprisingly, it's still here, yeah. <laughs> one kraken-like entity within a mile of you. Okay. Um, oh, I'm trying to think what will of what is here will show up. There is the cold darkness of undeath somewhere. 
with an emotion. Okay. Right. And the faint spice and cinnamon scent. A scent that you had not previously detected in Newmark mm-hmm. of something... Well, sorry, no. You detected it I'd take that back. You detected it very frequently in Newmark ever since you brought Poppy and such yeah, uh, back right. from the still world. Yeah. So, uh, yes, you definitely detect uh, exactly now very familiar spice and cinnamon scent of something infernal. Okay. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, because of the sheer range of that the latter is much fainter than the former. Okay. I'm going to look around just briefly and see if I can see the remains of Squinty. Uh, from what you recall, <laughs> half of the remains of Squinty were on the outside of the circle, and you remember the top half falling into the void shortly before you lost oh, consciousness. No, I'd right, falling. okay. Um, right, you got, don't know um, how long Squinty's upper half has been falling for. Oh no. Sorry, I've got uh, undead and a bit of fiend, I think. Oh good. Oh lovely, my Love favourite. A, a lovely combination. Oh, and I suppose the slight um, sort of weird piccolo trill of Marjorie. Um, I would like to um, lie on my belly and go to the edge and just, just put my head over and just see if I can see anything. Okay. Uh, give me... I'm not going to, like, stand and lean over. I'm going to lie on my belly and, like... Uh, give me your up. choice of perception. Uh, no, this is a perception check from you, please. Okay. Because you're not doing, like, a, a very thorough, thorough search. <laughs> no, I just, just want to see if I can see anything under where um, we are. So I shoot some more fire out? Was that a terrible idea, given that there might be undead things lurking? Um, just see if we can see what down is maybe it's 14 by the way do it okay, so okay. uh peering down you can see uh you can see soil crumbling a little in places uh and then rock in a broadly shallow semi-circular divot going underneath the house presumably all the way down to where the totem victory placed was at the at the base of the house mm. uh in the caves uh yeah this this the uh, the you don't know it doesn't feel like you're falling but then there's no breeze or anything um but there's no ground Built as far, unless there's like a hidden pillar right underneath, because you know it's a curving surface, you lose sight very quickly. Uh, it does seem to just go. I will say, with the 14, you do see a couple of other things from this position that that seem a little weird now that you go. Uh, at sort of like 120, if you imagine like almost like 120 degrees from each other outwards. Uh, at different edges of your vision looking left and right uh, you can see two oddities one appears to be a sort of mass of twisting roots and vine and dirt uh, stretching out a little bit into the void 
outwards from the edge of this perfect circle. Huh. Um, looking up, it seems to be somewhere in the midst of what's left of the hedge maze. Before seeming to turn in on itself and vanish. It's kind of hard to make out where it stops and, and, and goes. But it does seem to go at least a, a certain length outwards. Peering to the other side, you can see where the um, part of the wall has been included in this circle. And um, you can see the remnants of the archway with the iron gate, that lovely mm. wrought iron gate. Uh, the wrought iron gate appears to have completely twisted itself out of shape. Mm. And now you can see what looks almost like a... Like it's less of a walkway and more like a thin, spindly set of uh, iron rods or webs or threads stretching out into the dark beyond the range of your dark vision. Because your dark, even the wide, longest dark vision you have, which is shared by Celestia and Corzin, is 120 feet. Yeah. And beyond yeah. that, it just goes. You just lose your ability to discern detail. Uh, look at these. I point out the two things that I've seen. Mm. I'm going to send some dancing oh. light. Oh. Hello. Oh. oh. Fuck my Morning. Head. Oh, morning. Um, possibly. <laughs> Night? No. Oh, fuck. Yep. I haven't seen Night do that before. I mean, not since the battle, and that wasn't even night. No, it was something else, wasn't it? Um, um is your mate eating the sun again? No, no, um, darling. Yeah, I thought I was. I was. I mean, I'm pretty sure that wasn't happening. But like, I was just hoping. Generally, I say generally when you eat the sun, as though it's a normal thing that happens. But usually, you don't take the sky with it, and there's kind of yeah. like everything else. And the, the floor. floor's gone past there. Um, yeah, there's that thing. She looks over. Oh, the, shit. There's the twisty roots thing and the scary metal gate thing that um, isn't a gate. Um, do you want me to try and light it up a bit? Uh, I mean, I can give it a go. How far out can you send those lights? 120 feet. Uh, what? What is it? What is it? Why are you doing that face? What does that oh, mean? Gone. You look around. The, the sort of pyramid-like totems of dragon bone and ash and gemstones gone. What does well, that mean? Does that mean we can't do... Uh, oh, shit. Okay, give me a moment, give me a moment. I've got... I've got a feeling about this. Okay, it's fine. I should... Um, she fumbles around and takes one of the two uh, little dragon bone doors with the telepaths. Uh, okay, listen. Uh, we... St- we should still be able to get back. Uh, I just need to reopen the door from this side. Focus for a moment. That should is worrying. The topaz you see on the door flares for a moment. And ahead of, kind of like almost straight forwards towards where the double doors are out of the mansion are. Um, you see a flicker of whitish uh, energy spread uh, jet forwards and then seems to fizzle and scatter. 
Okay. Um, right. That doesn't look good. Actually, no, that's really good. Okay. I How was is worried that, good? that wouldn't happen. Okay. Um. So we are. Fucked. Still. We're still connected to the world. Good. But. Right. Uh, the, the doorway is there. Right there, in fact. So we can open it. Fuck. Uh, but it's designed to work with the totems close by. To. We just need. Uh, if we can figure out. Can we make new ones? Do you have a dragon? No. No, I've got Not a Not on me, no. Uh, dragon skin. Dragon bones specifically. Ooh, and we also yeah, need like mummy skin. ashes and a lot of fuck ton of topaz. I'll leave us some dead here. We can wait till one of us dies and just you know, grate it, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not a solution I'm uh, happy with at this point. Oh it was only I mean, as a last resort, but you know, it's not looking good, is it? Okay. Um oh, I don't know. We'll find a way back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, but uh, sure. We should probably take stock of the situation. We'll be at least. fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah, look, let's um, let's fine. see if we can. Um, we just get if we can get the totems back and restore and put them back where they were, all five of them, then we should be then I, then I should be able to reopen the door. Great, we'll right, do I that guess then. The, the first thing to do then would be um, retrace our steps to where the totems were. See if it, uh, all of those locations are still here. Okay. You see what I mean? Um, right. Well, two of them I can see from here. So uh, one was uh, there. She points to uh, not far in front of the double doors. Uh, uh, well, now the archway with the strange spindly metal, and you can actually see there is a groove in the dirt of the um, uh, of the pathway where something heavy has shot. Outwards through the gate. What was that? I mean, I guess I'd say that was probably the totem. So it went that way. Uh, let's take. Let's keep taking stock of what. What we about made. that big scary metal web thing? The way the gate was. Could one of them be in that fucking horrifying thing? I mean, the, the scary metal web thing is just beyond where the archway was. So that is straight onwards where the. Oh, so it would have gone that way. Yeah, yeah that's just where it all. Do you want me to send a bit of fire that way, see if we can see anything? Uh, yeah, yeah or I can send, send a light, to... whatever. I can go a bit further, though. Oh, do it. Yes. I can go 480 feet. Ah, four times what I've got. Send one directly up yes. as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll send a, send a sorcery point Lighting to double my range of fireball. Okay. And send yeah, one 480 feet out. <laughs> send one directly up as well, unless it's going to fall straight back down on us. Nah, it sort of fizzles out after a point point. I mean, right. well, that'll give us an idea of what uh, we're dealing with in three dimensions, then. It sort of does. The one you shot out beyond, your maximum range is more likely your ma- is more your maximum accurate range. It loses power, yeah, but it does technically keep going a little bit longer, just uncont- like with less control. Um, but yeah, you shoot the four- one four hundred eighty feet. <laughs> Watching keenly, you do see it illuminates. Just the glint of more of these metal threads and uh, 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 and sort of, for want of a better term, walkway, mm. although it's more like a rope bridge, going outwards before it vanishes beyond. Eventually, sort of, the arc goes down, you see it faintly impact a bit of metal walkway, splinter, and fizzle out. 
So it clearly goes for more than 480 feet that way. Well, I've got somewhere we can walk at least. Uh, yeah, there's... Okay. There's that scary roots thing. Uh, do you right, down let's there? Uh, take a look over there. Oh, we should take a look for the... Where, where were the rest of the fucking uh, Okay, so talking? one of them uh, was next to... Was actually set... We, we actually put it in just on the edge of the garden mage, uh, of the hedge maze. And indeed, you can see uh, we're going over. Uh, I'd like... The hedge maze is a little weird. You can see where the neat hedge maze was... And definitely there is a notable hole in a couple of the hedges where something heavy has shot through it. Mm. And then it started to give way to new growth. Mm. Bits of hedge have grown up and around and changed the layout slightly of the hedge maze you can see. Sections of it have overgrown. Bits of hedge have suddenly grown up, rooted. There are and it's all changed a little bit. You can't see into the maze without going into the maze, but looking from the side, you can tell that it clearly ties into whatever that mass of roots and twisting soil and dirt is. But, which, unlike the, yeah, it similarly seems to go out a long way and gets sort of thinner, but also seems to vanish beyond dark vision range. Okay. Well, that was where the second one of them was. Yep. Uh, we need to need to go around to the other side of the house for the third one. Right. Lead on. Around and past the pool. Still dark. We're followed by the various spirits, Lux, etc. Lux and friend and Seedy pacing after Scamp. And there is a bit of the retaining wall, which again, just in front of it, there is skid marks through the dirt and just a hole smashed through the brick wall. And interestingly, this one, you can see there are a series of bricks beyond it, floating in the dark, in like a sort of scattered incomplete pathway oh, like a handful of bricks at a time forming like almost like a foot like something like a uh, you could put a foot on then a single brick then a few more bricks and then stretching out and then with little like clumps of dirt work. or rock yeah at least for the for these bricks and shit and then out beyond dark vision range okay so that's three uh, there's one. There was one more that was on the roof, and one what more that was dragged like that. I haven't the slightest fucking idea. Oh, good. Uh, that's fun. Um, this... It looks like something has made specific paths to Laura's to the various totems. Yeah, that uh, sounds. Uh, but I'm, I'm right. sorry, they don't just form, do they? I have no idea i never i never went in after where i sent the um the chest to so this is presumably wherever my chest goes right i'm not using it all right good to know for all i know it's just hanging out 
she gestures the void there somewhere. So the only person who's been here before is Steve is the Steve. chicken. Steve's going to have to be our guide. <laughs> Steve's asleep. <laughs> Steve has just yeah, flat asleep. Out. Is chicken Oh it's Nolly I'm asleep. Bedtime, yeah. In the way that you cover a bird's eyes it just stops moving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a question that is not related to the void. With regard to Scamp's various friends, mm. um, we think Lux is dormant, don't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. they certainly don't seem to have the power to inflict in, to impact the world that uh, that they did before, as far as you knew. Mm. But causing previously, when you've been looking into the still world, you've seen Lux has been with the others, following after Scamp, but just looking kind of annoyed. Okay. Well, they've been there, but not there, actually but... active. Yeah. And I mean, they... if Corzin's mentioned this, then I wouldn't ask about it then. They're looking pretty yeah. similar now. It's just that you you can't usually see them. Have I ever seen them before? I don't think I have, have I? Uh, I don't think. I don't think you have, but I don't know where. No, I'm not sure you have. This might be the first time. So, yeah, oh, you see... Oh, I would have made more of a deal. Uh, sorry, uh, so, so you've heard them described, but I think it's the first time... With the, with, I mean, honestly, you've had a panic reaction to everything. This is the, maybe this the, is like the moment you've I've like just taken a few minutes come to... together, and then you realise there are, like, three more scamps standing behind Scamp with just, like, recolours in silver, purple, and blue. Hang on, hang on. Who, who's who here? Uh, well, this is Corzin. No, shut up. <laughs> Friend, which one are you? The silver one sticks around. That's me. That's Hello. what it always looked like. Hi, I'm City. Lux. Can I hear them all? The, the... No. Nope. I can usually hear friend though. You can, can hear, hear actually. Friend. You can hear them. You just can't see. I can't them. see them. Because oh. they're yeah. not remotely charmed. I say to Lux. Um. Well, th- this is a first. Um. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're always. I can always hear them. Yes, but I can't always see them, darling. Yeah, cause I how come I never get to see the fun things? Ugh. It's like you, but different I mean, colour scheme. If it helps, I can't see them either. Oh. Is Do you like have this? any? You don't have any. Uh, I mean, she doesn't have any there. Yeah, but you haven't got any now either. No, no, okay. no. I don't have, like, strange... I don't have curious... but. Very interesting skull friends uh, following me around. Nah. Apparently looking like me? Oh yeah, it's the same, but like different colour scheme. Huh. I see there's a lot going on right now. Who's got the best colour scheme? Is it me? Yes, mm. good. No, yeah. actually, sorry, it's Lux. Um, ah. I really like purple, it's just personal preference. But you do look better in pink. It's just if I had to pick one of one of the spirit friends, Lux has the best colours. Lux is Lux incidentally is dressed in like a somehow slightly more basic same basic outfit, but like somehow a more upmarket version of Scamp's outfit. Yeah, your clothes are nicer though, I think. <laughs> Lux just raises the middle finger at you. Uh Corzin, I think you asked something but uh, I didn't catch it. Uh, a few um, minutes ago. Oh, it was um when you were describing the debris that was mm. left from the uh, uh, the thing, it's sort of just hanging. Oh yeah, it, just just in, hanging in as if it were resting on something, but no oh. example of anything on there. Oh, I didn't do a shut up. I'm going to throw some fire up in the air. 
Yeah. Just the, just the 240 range. Okay. I don't want to use all it the It shoots points. up. Arcs. Starts to lose fire and it does actually uh, land about 30 feet away but with like all of its force gone. It's just like a little poof. Okay. <laughs> cool. I mean that was fun, I'm not gonna lie, but um did you did you say the other one was on the roof? Yeah. Should we check the roof? We we haven't been inside the house. Should we go? Causing oh, there's take a, a body stone in there. Throw it outside of the um, uh, the bounds to see how far it falls. Sure. Uh, where are you throwing it? So, which bit of the bounds? Are you just like tossing it over the edge at a random place? Or... Yeah. Okay. You take it. You pick up the there's gravel paths. You're able to grab toss. <laughs> yeah, a little pebble. Yep. Flies over the edge. Out of your dark vision range, but it does. You don't hear it drop. Fall. It doesn't like. Hang oh, it just air. falls. Okay. Uh, just like if you're just tossing it over the edge at a random point. Yeah. Okay. That's odd. Yeah. So what's kept them there? But. Um. Whatever wants us to find the totems, or to go um. looking for them at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not necessarily to find any other point. Though. Can you do the, the find things thing, Corzin? Like, not right now necessarily, but if you've got I that. I can certainly try. That's the thing you could do. Maybe not right this second. Let's like, let's use it wisely. Yeah. I mean, what's the Just range clarification, for the that? sake of the, this spell, it is an object. Yes, the totems are right. objects. I believe your range is, what, 1,000 feet? I believe, yes, yeah. 1,000 feet. Yeah. So that would tell us something, even if you couldn't feel them. Um, but and let's yeah, have a look first. Yeah, how long can you keep that up for? Ten minutes. Yeah. I mean, so when we decide to go, yeah. maybe it's, we do it until you get like a, but, a ping on the edge of it. Yeah, hard to say. Um, let's have a look around first. Yeah. Just, I mean, let's let's check if there's still one on the roof because there'd be one down. Yeah, there's uh, there's a there was a ladder up to the roof through uh, one of the upstairs rooms. I think it was. Uh, here we go. Yeah, through through the um, through the through that train training room. Uh, All right. The, on the first is floor. Is the house going to be weird? You look around. The house is dark and silent. Only one way to find out. Uh, as far as you know... Squiddy actually did. We did this. Butler deactivated all the traps for you. Mm. Okay, because, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I got hit pretty heavy last... Uh, the last trap. Couldn't do with avoiding that again. Uh, have we really rested at all? How, like, how long were we unconscious? Was it a, a restful eight hours of unconscious? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was more. Didn't think so. It was you. D- you feel like less than an hour has passed. Boo. It's more like the <clears throat> sudden rush of air caused you to pass out for anywhere between a few seconds to a f- uh, to several minutes. Okay. Uh, okay. So, shall we try getting up to the roof then? Yeah. Yes. Do okay. the nearest bit. The nearest door is the front door. The doors are the door. The sound of the door creaking is just like echoingly. It's actually not echoingly loud because the sheer void just eats the sound. There's not much resonance. Uh, the resonance that you do get is the echoing within the house, but but it is loud by comparison. Well, that was the worst creaky door sound. 
Ah, uh, hate it. I hate it so much. There is, again, you see the entry hall with its impressive stairway through dim purple, through the through the dim purple lights. Yeah, I like it. The dancing lights. Uh, and the uh, impressive sort of central chandelier with its currently dormant dwarf stones. Mm. Oh. As well as the... And you realise, you remember upon seeing this, that there are actually dwarf stones in sconces throughout this house so it can be lit at night. Mm. Maybe we want to put let's, those on if we can. Yeah, let's yeah. put those yeah. on. And also, um, see if there are any fires still burning Although, in the fireplaces. If we put all the lights on, we make a big old beacon. Uh, there is a rule in... I mean, in the place I'm from where it's dark, you don't put a load of light on. But it might not be the same thing. But equally, do we want to find out? We know there's something out there. We do, but what if there are lots of somethings and only one of them seen us? Yeah. You know? For now, us being able to see is a better advantage. Okay. I mean, we can see, though. Yeah, we can see by the small lights. Perfectly fine. I don't think we need to put the big ones on, necessarily. You... Uh, it is worth note. Okay, you leave off the maze lights. If you uh, the, uh, the dwarf uh, the dwarf stones. If you want to turn the dwarf lights on at any point, there are handy little rings you can press. Lights, okay. I mean, we want to put. Might turn out that they're really good for getting rid of horrible things. So let's all know how to turn them on quickly. Uh, yeah. You look over to one of them, and Victory, hate hearing that sort of reaches up, thumbs one. And there is a almost harsh, by comparison, just f- f- uh, warm yellow light that starts filling the room oh. from that point. She then quickly turns it off again. Okay, so it's that simple. That's well, cool. that's helpful. Yeah, I mean, why would you make it more complex if you could? Oh, mm, true. Bit funny, though. These things are bloody expensive, though. We, we, we steal them whenever we can. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd probably want out now, but we've sort of already stolen the whole mansion. So it yeah, this place is not really... We'd just be robbing ourselves. Yeah, yeah. that just seems a little bit silly. Yes. Yeah. Or nothing, really. Right, uh, up Roof. the stairs. Yeah. Creek up the stairwell. Carrot through the through to the west wing on the first floor and, to, and through to the training room. Uh, filled with <laughs> just filled with um, with d- d- combat dummies that appear to have been repeatedly punched or slashed in very <laughs> different ways oh this is I feel really bad that this person dedicated so much time to like hunting us and training to get to, to fight us and... at least it wasn't just us but we never even noticed what was, what was that? that. You look around for a minute. You swear you could have... You heard a rustle. Mothman? <laughs> Mothman? Nothing. It is Sorry, worth I, seeing I, if I, uh, I, the body is still downstairs. Oh, oh shit. Why would you say why that? Have you, why oh. I hate you, but you're so right. We should do that. Sorry, I think I hit one of the curtains there. I fucking hate you. I'm going to push you off the edge of this stupid little island we're on. Mm. I don't think that would work. They sort of... She she flies a lot. It's not going to work. 
I'll still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, under the circumstances, I'm probably the one you should push off the edge if you're going to. Or so. really shouldn't, because you might be the, literally the only one that can get it out. So, you know. True. Either Sorry way. for overreacting. I'm very stressed. Right, where's the roof? Okay. Also, uh, is there a body yes, here? Stairs. Should we do that first? I mean, the stairs are here. Let's just... Let's check for a body. Well, we should check for a body. It's also worth checking, because that would be the lowest part of the house, correct? Yeah. Uh, so there make... will, if there was a, uh, a um, an anchor there, there would be one there, wouldn't there? Yes, because uh, we put one right at the bottom. Yeah. Um, Should we do that one first, then? Two I mean, birds, w- one stone, come on. I'd like uh, to know if the at, body's moved. I mean, we're nearly at the roof. Sure, we'll let's do we're that here? first. Fine, while we're here, then let's go check for a body. She opens up the, uh, the, the, rooftop, uh, uh, the rooftop access. I don't suppose anyone Climbs can cast up. Detect Magic quickly, can't they? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, I've got, to re, re, I've got to recharge the wand and everything. Yeah, it'll take me ten minutes as well. I just, oh. uh, I've been very tempted to do detect thoughts, but it wouldn't be worth it. Clamber up onto the onto the roof. You're on the roof tiles. You can see the spot. Uh, there's literally just on top of the highest point, which was a chimney, where Victory had placed the totem. No sign of it. Oh, a surprise. Uh, Something up from there, or like anywhere it looks like it could have gone? Nothing within the range of... You can't see anything within the range of your dark vision. Mm. You make an uh, uh, investigation or perception check, maybe. Investigation, please. That's a 19 okay. for me. Um, you really peer up and around. You don't see any sign. But you do take a look at the chimney point. And just something about the way that the very top of the chimney is scuffed, it makes you think it just went up. I look at these. I think it just went up. Oh, good. Just up. It's like something drew all of them, like a magnet, to the outside of wherever this is. That's an interesting theory. One thing I am going to do while I'm up here, and I have, like, uh, a high vantage point, is I am going to take advantage of my th- uh, three... Uh, 60 vision and see if I can see anything moving okay uh, give me besides us obviously yeah give me a perception check please okay that is a 25 you focus staring in every direction you don't see anything Uh, you don't see anything visible we don't see anything invisible within 120 feet. In fact, roll a wisdom check, please. <laughs> wisdom check. Okay. Uh, straight wisdom check, that's 14. Something's missing. It's like a, one of your senses is gone, but you can't, not sure what. There is something that should be here that isn't. Well, what do you mean? Yeah. It's like... I mean the spirits? Because, I mean, I've noticed that. Well, yeah, but also it's like... It's like walking into a room you're familiar with and just, like, one thing is different. Oh, like the sofa's quite... gone or something, yeah. Yeah, and you can't quite tell what it is immediately. 
Mm. I'm gonna look really hard and see if I can figure out what it is. Uh, just, just look like th- do really hard thinking. <laughs> this would be, it might not be a sense an I have, intelligence but... check. Intelligence check. Because this is not a sense you have. I mean, it's not bad actually. Um, twenty. With a twenty, you realize you can see friend Luxus and CD here. And Corzin can normally shift his vision to multiple planes, like into a different way. Mm. Normally, those those three aren't on the spirit plane that you can see. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You can see things differently to how we can see things, mm. but at the moment, I can see friend Lux and Seedy. Aren't they normally in like a different place that you can see, but I can't? Why are they in yeah. this place? Why, why are they know. all together in one? I don't know. Are there not multiple places here like they usually are? Are we in the place that you can usually see? We've been there. I did think that, but no, I don't think that's the Different, case. That there would be other things that would be indicators of, like, it'd be all grey and cold for one, and like, I can see so that's colour. That's where we went um, when we found Poppy that time. That was different. You oh, I went to a place like that, didn't I, briefly? Yeah, yeah yes, but we also we, we went in. Yeah, we went in the one shop for. But like, <laughs> I went to the one. Mm-hmm. But yes, you, you recall the time when you well. went back in. I think it was in in the temple in Kabir Nagash where you different. also. So it's like that, but not that. And indeed, causing you focus. There is no still world here. Yeah, it's like ah. It's not there. It's, uh, it's like when I try and look at it, uh, uh, that place, it isn't there anymore. Oh. That doesn't sound very good. No, I don't think that sounds healthy. Are we... Okay. Lots of different worlds all stacked on top of each other. It's how I'm picturing what you can usually see. That might be completely incorrect, because I haven't yeah, no, this I, that's sort of how I think of it myself. So that what suggests if... that... Have what we gone sideways? Outside the stack. Yeah. Hmm. Like we've fallen through the pocket lining of the world. Yes. Yeah. I was picturing like a like a deck of cards on the table, and we're just on the table, and there's you know in the bit without the deck. Oh, but that I makes, quite like that yours too. Oh, that's yeah. both those good. Yeah. yeah. But the fact it's just well, like in the box that the cards should have been in. Mm. That's just empty. Yep. Oh dear. I don't really know how I deal with that, to be honest. I don't know why being here would cause them to be visible elsewise, though. Lux uh, speaks up at this point and says, We've followed after you, and Mm -hmm. this. This was the only way to follow after. Oh, Ooh, I've so got a terrible was... idea. We can ask Grandmother Fingersnap. <laughs> um, can we get me- a message back? Um, I've been pretending that Who's I haven't thought of that for like half an hour now. Grandmother Fingersnap. Oh, uh, don't worry. Um, uh... Celestia's grandmother. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. It was a bad lie. No one was convinced. Mine was even worse than yours was. I tried, but I'm actually, I can't lie when I'm panicking at the moment. It's really bad. Um, oh, it's, that is bad. It's yeah. fine. She's dead. You don't have to worry about her. So we're going to commune with the dead? Kind of. 
maybe. We'll see if message works first. But to who? It's not a big big range. I mean, I've been thinking about sending, but I've already used a couple of spells of that size Sending's a lot bigger. Sending's a bigger spell. I've already used a few spells. I'm quite worried about using spells gratuitously. I've been wanting to do that and detect thoughts for like the whole time we've been here. But I mean, magic works. Like you've you've conjured lights. Yes, but some of us can't just get bigger spells back in exchange for smaller spells. Yeah. I know that you both can, but I can't. I'm a bit worried about using stuff up gratuitously. Um, I yeah. could try the message, I suppose. Oh. Hello? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> a few directions. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I'll go to a place that like, I'm not immediately uh, visible uh, and see if r- that still works. Yeah, you, you walk behind... Uh, I guess if we're still on the roof, you will go behind a chimney. Yeah. You receive the message. Uh, roll a luck check. <laughs> okay. Me or... Uh, Me. No, Celeste is the one casting Sorry. message in every direction. Yeah, uh, 12. It's no oh. response. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> I don't no know one. what would have been the lucky result there. I don't either. Because I don't well, think we want a response. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm really, really reticent to use up that... Maybe we should size of spell. Gather more information. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, hold off on it for now, Celestia. But yeah, right. Let's. Uh, let's we're on a trick. We think we're not on. I mean, we know we're not really on the same sort of Stack. slice of reality, so we can't teleport out. I mean, yeah, we could try. Like, roll um, a wisdom. Sorry, uh, no this idea. Wisdom. Yeah, this would be wisdom for you. Check. Uh, um, <laughs> then it was not going to go well. Uh, 16. It feels like. You know how you can sense like you need a thing to mm. do a spell? You feel like to do teleport circle. Yeah. You need to be somewhere that is not here. Mm. You're missing a component that you've never been missing before. <laughs> okay, so the problem here is like. There are a few things you need for teleport. The, the circle one. We need me and my chalk. Yes. And we need the circle. Yes. Which is at a place. The place don't exist here. It ain't here. It's somewhere else. So oh, I can't shit. get through to it. Yeah, it feels it's like your ability to teleport to a different part of the world is missing. The world. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's uh, carry on. Then. I think I could do like the short range one, but it ain't going to get us anywhere useful. Hmm. Yeah, you actually do feel like you could. Uh, I could do the. That would. Could do something else, but it's not again not useful. I need to know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going. It's just darkness. Four. Creepy. Right, fair enough. Let's... I'm gonna look at the pride spirit for a second. What do you think? How are you feeling? Do you have any thoughts? Wow. <laughs> this place is strange. Yeah. I mean. Uh, you remember that time we talked about like being ducks? Yes. Well, it still feels like that. Like I can still see home from here. Um, you can still see home. Yeah, like like you're like the other the other end. Yeah, the yeah, end yeah. that That's I can't go in. I'm I'm, I'm not able to swim in stone. Yeah, because you're yep. not. Cause, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I like that's still there. Um, so spirit land is still there, as it were. Yeah, it's kind of not right. It's not quite right, but it, yeah. Sorry, sorry, that's victory. <clears throat> it's not quite right, but that's that's sort of the the, the feeling of it. Yes, um, I'm home still exists uh, from here, so that still works. Uh, otherwise, Is I that... wouldn't be able to follow you. Oh, that's why you can be here. Yes. Are we still dark? Yes. Good. Yes, don't we? <laughs> We're still a duck. I'm glad we are. Can I be a duck up. too? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a me, of course. <laughs> um, so we're still a duck and... Um, spirits can still exist here. That's what I've found out. That's what I think. Thank you. have been very helpful. Any, I don't suppose you have any ideas how to get back. I mean, it's a long shot, but... Mm, no. Sensing anything scary? Uh, hmm. Hmm. Now you're doing a face, but you are. Mm, yeah, it's like the, the the twirls of rainbow are like forming. Well, an echo of your face, almost like squinting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty quiet here for the most part. But... Mm. Yeah, it is. Not completely, though. What do you mean, not completely? Mm. Sorry, I'm chatting to the rainbow. I'll oh, no, I'll get half of it. It's fascinating. There's Sorry. definitely someone else around. Someone else here. But What do you mean, someone else? Another spirit? Maybe. Don't know. Can't Is see. Steve? Can't see him. Is it Steve? It's not Steve. Why am I translating? They can hear you. you can... <laughs> I don't know why. I'm... Honestly, I, I Sorry, I'm forgetting the... who I'm translating to. <laughs> Yeah. I will ask the octopus. I don't think it's the that thing we saw um, a, a while ago. Is that like yourself and the rainbow spirit? Hmm. Eh. Probably. On your hard to right, say. That's what I assumed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not sure. Not not entirely sure. Wait, no. Best working theory we've got so far. <laughs> I'm glad you're here anyway. It would suck if you weren't. Same. Also, I don't, I'm not sure we could do the whole apart thing now. I don't think that would work. Yeah. I think we're maybe the same thing a bit now. Yeah. But like, it's fun. Oh, oh no. That's a thought. We need to never take you somewhere spirits can't go because it feels like it would just get ripped out your veins at this point. Yep. Yeah. Yay! I think I sort of am a spirit a little bit now. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We're a duck. We're a duck. I'm not a duck. No, you're not. Well, just fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well said, Steve. But yeah, we Stormy should, we like vaguely pulls around in Steve's oh. cage. Well. Yes, you're um, still cute, even in this nightmare world. I've got to grab the splinter that I. Is it a splinter I got from yeah. one of the boats? Some of the boats. Yeah. Just, I'm not feeling a connection, am I? In the way that I could use it. Again, the world's missing. The connection's there. It's just, yeah, there is some part of a bridge that you're missing. It's like you've got a car and like a sat nav, but no road. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a car. Things, you've got a car and a sat nav. The problem here. is, 
You're floating on, on a on a <laughs> in a void. On a, <laughs> in a void. You're on a boat. It's not because, like, the, the car on the sat nav is not going to help you. Like, you've got the car on the sat nav, but you're in a dark void. <laughs> <laughs> And the metaphor falls apart because it's just describing the situation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you you need to be somewhere that is a somewhere. Yeah. I'd watch Stormy around Steve. Yeah, well, the Steve might be a soulless de- devil chicken. You don't want him there. No, it's more the fact that Steve <laughs> is a is a food animal to Stormy. Yep. Yeah. Stormy oh, there's only so long steel will last. Obviously, but considering I also have food for her. Don't get me wrong. But how to get the cage open? Completely bad pet opener. The pet, pet owner. Pet, you said open at the same time I said owner, and I said opener. Pet Stormy opener. might be an opener. excellent pet opener, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sure have, have like food deal. for her. You have brought cat food. Yeah. I mean, you have like you basically have dried fish in your yeah. in your pack as part of. Like, I'm not a completely stuff. awful cat yeah. owner. I would have food for my pet. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually think she's probably slightly overfed because I love her. Um, mm. So I think I probably have more food than I have. Yeah, she's a growing kitten. Yeah. I also have this mansion that has probably got quite a well-stocked larder. Uh, you know it's a, a well-stocked larder. You've seen it. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. There's, there's, enough to, to, there's enough to banquet 100 people with a nine-course banquet. Yeah. How is that one valet going to do all of that? Anyway. Well, he isn't because he's dead. He's isn't dead. <laughs> well, they hadn't in a while, and presumably they'd have to get people in if that were the case. Let's not stay here long enough that we have to eat bottled <laughs> I mean, we'd have been there a really long time because we've got fucking hundreds of people's food. Yeah, let's not stay here. Yeah, that, long. that would be that would be a real last resort. Talking of which, we uh, check the caves below. Yeah. Yes, let's go check the body. <laughs> You head down, back down into the training center, the training room, across to the armory with its many, the many like ceremonial weapons, and mm. so on. The actual like stacked uh, musket round. I just feel like this body isn't going to be here, and Mothman's going to be possessed by a horrible spirit. It's going to be like <laughs> Mothman's domain now. <laughs> just, and then we get to Mothman, and he yeah. finally gets. You descend down the. And you the open the secret. Avoid. You open the secret. Uh, the secret doorway in the fireplace that leads to the, to the ladder. Uh, in what? Who goes down the ladder first, please? Oh, not me. I hate kids. I will. Causing first, he's second. I'll go next. Okay. Fine. Victory brings up the rear. Causing you to I'm, I'm just going to like slide down the ladder. <laughs> you slide it. By the way, the sound that happened in movies when you drop bombs. Care um, of the cat. So I'm not oh, leaving yes, you do. I'm going to keep hold of Jeffrey. And <laughs> presumably the cage with Stephen. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. Sort, of, oh, so sort of. I think that's sort of attached to my waist at this yeah. point. I've tied it to myself. So I've got my hands like, free. Like cat scarf thing that people do. Yeah. You know, the cat's just like on your shoulders, yeah, which yeah. is too big, so it's full. <laughs> um, you know, if you really need to get from it. up there to down here quickly, you should have a pole. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, so we should our house down. now, and if we don't live in the void forever, we should do that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, we could just put a pole in. Yep. You clamber down. And you reach the bottom where the secret entrance sort of doorway, fake door is. Okay, cause it. And creak the door open. 
There's a rush of fluttering. <laughs> the cave is full of moths, uh, but a mix, and several that are disturbed. But something's changed. There are the grey and black and brown moths that there were before, but now there are scores of glimmering, iridescent winged moonlight moths. Fluttering around some on the surfaces. Ah, there were not this many before, were there? No. No. We only saw one of those before. There's loads now. You peer... What the fuck does that make sense, then? As you sort of descend and step uh. out, you look into the... You can see, as before, there is the cave itself, about 40 feet up at its height. Um, there is the cave entrance, which just empties empties out onto nothing now. Uh. Just straight into the void, that, that where, where, the, where the cart track used to be. The horse is like... Stock still in a panic or whatever the fuck. Oh no, the horse is here still. <laughs> I forgot there was a horse here. Yep. We were gonna cast a thing and we didn't take the horse out. It was just gonna be stuck here. <laughs> I hate us. We suck. <laughs> we are the absolute worst. Yeah, we're, we're all. Um, None of us thought of the horse. Mind you, somebody was up for casting it with the fucking. You know, 90-year-old butler in the house just leave him there when we're not there. So, you know, I just look at the look at Richard. Somebody didn't give a fuck at all. The rest of us, we were trying to give him a new life, and now he's in half. In fairness, if, he, if he'd stayed in the mansion, he wouldn't have cut him Oh, off. shut up. Yeah, okay, I feel bad about it, too. Uh, oh, there's... Yep, the totem's gone. Oh, Really? That's a shock. I really expected this one to still be there. Key change. Downwards or what direction? um, There is a slide actually uh, lateral rather than 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 straight downwards. Like it looks like it was uh, like it's gone a little bit into the ground. There's it's left a low groove. Like it was fighting to go partially downwards, but it's gone sideways, smashing into uh, the planning shack. The shack which had like all the oh, red string the red wall, string uh, and you can see the red string wall itself is like shattered. Oh, that's oh, kind of sad. Um, <laughs> the red string so just like flutter- <laughs> would be fluttering in the wind if there were any wind. Mm. Uh, there's still like, and there is like a, a, a like a broadly person-sized hole there, uh, <laughs> with a tunnel. It looks like going through it because you can see that the that it carries on into the cave, uh, into the. Oh no, rock. you didn't say person-shaped hole, but it's all it's definitely. Hole. Hole. <laughs> and I'm probably like Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the rock has like broken through, um, but actually, like when I say a tunnel, I mean like there is a tunnel, l- just leading out into dark, into dark, but with rock floor and walls and in places the rock appears to be replaced with broken pieces of wood hmm. well that wasn't there before was it I mean if it was it was covered by the uh, by the uh, uh, by the secret um, tunnel by the hmm. planning secret room tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry being ranger for a moment yeah um 
Is there a non-supernatural explanation for where all of these other iridescent moths came from? I mean, you do actually see a couple of them uh, fluttering on the walls of the tunnel. Um, right. Well, so they that... might have been in the tunnel. It's interesting, but uh, begs the question: is... Where does it go then? Hmm. So, um, as you're wondering that, it's about this point you realise. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. It's about this point. Um, I need to ask, where did you leave Bruno Wayne's body? Um, we kind of left oh, it where we, it was. I remember we, we we dressed him like a ninja. <laughs> he did. He dressed him. He dressed him in <laughs> so ninja that Squinty wouldn't be able to see that his head was off. Yeah. Mm. Um, it would have been in this cave. Yeah. Because we haven't done anything yeah. with him you yet. We brought him out into we the main body cave. Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We dressed him like a ninja. <laughs> kind of like folded, didn't quite stitch the head on, but like yeah, put, used it to cover yeah. the head. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we and, like this? And you laid um, him out And we left him state. with Squinty. Um, yeah. Sorry. So that Squinty could have a cry. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No. Oh. There is nobody here. Goodness, it appears is the there, body has gone. Is Shut. there even a scene <laughs> where the body was? Well, what the fuck was he that? fluttering. And then, um, and then suddenly a glimmering, brilliant, ethereal figure emerges from the, just straight through the fake wall of the hidden uh, armory room, looking like a man wearing a giant moth costume. Yeah, we're fighting the moth, Matt. <laughs> Flies out and gets a flippin' surprise round on you because oh, you didn't do any checks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't look for anything. Wow, passive can... perception of 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus. So I, I was just trying to see if, you'd, if any of you would do a search. Okay. Well, we would have when we got to that. Point. Yeah. We didn't quite get to uh, that point. We didn't quite yet. get there. Yeah. Uh, we got to the point sometimes you're paranoid enough to just ask it while I'm describing things, and I gave some spaces. Um, so the first thing that happens is, uh, oh, he's going to pick his targets at random. Uh, oh, and apparently uh, the power wasn't uh, plugged in right, or something uh, oh, there. Dear. So the music. Has gone. Silence, oh because we're in the void. Silence. Yeah. The, void. the void. Okay, in the silent void a then. A silent fight. <laughs> With a sudden... <laughs> Mothman bursts into uh, the room and is going to go... Okay, uh, straight up attacks causing is the random choice uh, oh, there. Good. Uh, as you call, uh, as he emerges and cries out, my fists are vengeance! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> and launches uh, and launches uh, his uh, his surprise round attack. So, um, wow, that's a good good for him. He's got some advantage on these. Uh, Fifteen for the first attack. Nope. Okay. Uh, Causing with some preternatural uh, instinct, you duck to the side uh, to uh, just in time 
uh, to avoid the impact of this uh, of these ghostly fists, um, which do for some reason appear to have like spikes on the end or something. It's not really right, clear. Yeah. Um, second one. Okay, no, that's twenty dirty twenty one. Oh, I'm just twenty one. Um, and nineteen. Nineteen hits. Yeah. That was off the table. And 19 again. Okay, so four attacks immediately. Oh, uh, three of uh, which hit. Uh, and I'm just going to roll. I'm going to use an auto roller for this one. Uh, okay, you. Are you resistant to necrotic damage at all? I am not, no. Okay, then you proceed to take 48 points of necrotic damage. Yikes, uh, okay. from the Mothman. Uh, who is going to... Ooh. I'm going to say is going to vanish uh, into the ground, taking a bonus action to hide. I guess I will roll against... Um, he has broken cover, but I'm going to say with passive perceptions being what they are, Corzin's being what it is. With Corzin's being what it is, frankly. <laughs> um, yeah, your passive perception without sight is still like what, 17? Uh, what, sorry? What's your passive without sight? Without sight, uh, yes. nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, you hear a sound uh, from behind the um, uh, from behind the moth wagon. Now everybody roll initiative, please. Oh, I already did. <laughs> okay. I automatically rolled initiative. Yep. Okay, that's a fourteen. I got a one. Oh. No. Hi. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that makes Celestia. Oh, and Victory's in these fights as well. So I'm off at her. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, Celestia, you are first. You see the glimmering form of the Mothman burst into existence, uh, plunge his fists into Corsair. Um, seeming to like quite physically strike him, uh, causing sort of goes oh, at one point, and you see his breath frost uh, uh, from the impact before the Mothman just vanishes into the ground. Can we talk? Do we have to have a fight here? Do you want to get out of wherever this is too? Because we, we might have a goal in common. Echoing around you. I am vengeance. I am the knight. What are you vengeance from? We literally have never met you. My parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sorry to hear that. But that's not really anything to do with us. Um, killing us won't really make it better. 
can we please be friends to some capacity? Your words do not appear to have a strong... Oh, for fuck's uh, sake. <laughs> do not strongly appear to fake uh, Is that my whole action gone? Probably. Uh, I'm going to say that the talk is a free action. You, you kind of say this while you're doing other things. Uh, you can only hold an action. You have to use bonus actions or movement on your round. Um, can I see him right now? What's your passive perception? I think it's oh, not passive, as high as it's really annoying. Um, forget how you 10 plus your perception yeah. Yeah, 15 uh, ooh, uh, you know what actually yeah because uh, because of this uh, on this occasion you can he really flubbed his stealth check oh um, I know what I want to do so in which case yeah you also hear the from and and realise you can just hear the, the, the although the sound seems to come from around it's strongest just behind the moth wagon can I guess very far on him Yes, you can. Uh, I think it's for a deck save. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Because this fail. is drow shit, it looks a bit different to what Celestia normally yeah. does. There's just like a, a sort of flick of the fingers, the fingers light up, and she kind of goes, like, that's it. And yeah, a bunch of uh, flickering purple, uh, purple glitters fling out and cling illuminating the place around where Mothman is, uh, making it, uh, I guess, giving its disadvantage to Hyde. I'm uh, literally going to get it off of my Regardless, though, it does the purpose of very much highlighting for everyone else where Mothman is. Yeah, I think even if you're invisible, it should. So. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, sheds dim light in a 10-foot radius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until Any until attack roll against them has advantage. Yes, attack rolls have advantage. Affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible because it's glowing. Okay. Uh, well, uh, indeed, uh, that definitely illuminates the broad location of uh, Mothman. I think you've you've outed Mothman. You can hmm. see the glimmer coming now from behind the uh, wagon, especially given that right now, like the only light source is the dancing lights. And this. Actually, I think the dancing lights might go out once you stop focusing. I don't know. Do they? Let me just check. No, dancing uh, lights concentration. It's concentration. It is, yeah. Yep, the dancing lights go out, the purple lights go out, <laughs> and instead Mothman becomes your source of light. Yeah. The moths uh, actually start flying towards And all the objects him. in the area. So yeah. that 20-foot cube is going to be giving us some light. Okay, I'm so yeah, the moth, va- the moth wagon itself. And... <laughs> Not the horse who like skitters <laughs> and avoids it, but the wagon does glow with a with a, with a with a dim uh, phosphorescence. Okay, uh, yeah, you've bonus some movement. I'm going to say you can now t- all see that Mothman is about uh, twenty feet from Celestia, thirty feet from Causin and Scamp and uh, Victory, who are all a bit more spread out. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay where I am for now. I don't see a benefit to moving. Um. Okay. Uh, all right. In which case, that brings us uh, to... Actually, vi- hang on. Oh, yes. Have I done a bonus action? No. No. How injured are you looking? Oh, I'm all right. I'm oh, right. no, no. I have I have one that's just an inspiration. I'm going to throw one. I've got about three quarter health, so I'm fine. Cool, I'll leave it. Okay. Uh, Victory is going to run, uh, seeing what's happening, runs around, 
uh, till she can see behind the uh, the wagon. He goes, oh fuck! Right, uh, uh, take this! And snaps her fingers. Her hair stands on end with a charge and a little jolt of lightning, like a thin lightning bolt. Uh, spears out the end of her finger and uh, impacts. Uh, you are able to see in the illumination that it provides it uh, the outline of the now glimmering Mothman, who was already kind of like glowy before in an ethereal sort of way, but now it's like really glowy, casting light, uh, who is struck for some damage. Um, however, it's part. He seems to react, flinch to it, but but it also passes through him. It's not quite as effective, clearly, as she might have hoped. Uh, so that becomes duh, duh, duh. cool. Okay, uh, that brings us to causing. Okay, uh, so is he kind of on the other side of the, of the, the wagon? wagon yes, me? of the moth wagon. Right, in which case then, I'm going to take advantage of my um, small size, slide underneath the wagon, um, and uh, halt just w- right by where I think he is going to be, and unload my blunderbuss into him. Yeah, and um, you have advantage on your attack because fairy fire. Thank you very much. I love fairy fire. It's a really good spell. I'm saying it is. Okay. With advantage, that's only a 19. But does that hit? That is enough to hit. uh, And you're using you're using dishonored. Uh, So Uh, this yep. yep, So this is single shot, full impact, full damage, please. Okay. Which I think is like 3d6 plus your dex bonus. Yep. That is okay. 21 percussive. Nice. Nicely done. Okay. Uh, right. With That's 20- probably echoing around the cave now. <laughs> yeah, oh, it boy. is. Uh, with the with the blast of force, uh, the bullet, uh, the slug shoots out, smacks the ethereal mothman in the chest, and halts as if it's struck, uh, like as if it's striking a physical uh, uh, being. The Mothman is actually you, uh, well, because it's the blunderbuss uh, roll a strength check. Uh, the Mothman is, mm, does make the DC, I think it's like 10 check to avoid being pushed back uh, but does physically react to it. His wings spread out <laughs> um, and you go <laughs> Everything about this. You, your villainy will not avail you. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Slayer's Prey. Okay. Your focus uh, narrows in on him. Okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, right, that makes us. That brings us to uh, Mothman's turn. Um. The Mothman... Actually, wait, no. You've dealt a total of 30 points of damage to the Mothman now. Uh, (laughs) The Mothman, uh, (laughs) impacted in the chest as it was, seems to show and goes, 
I will hunt you down. And he seems to crump, to, to tremble and shudder and then break apart, crumbling into a thousand huh. uh, motes of light which seem to form into ethereal moths and then fly in every direction. Is it still on him? Like, do I do I get the sense that it's still latched onto something? Uh, yes. It's your slayer's prey uh, is weaken. It weakens. It's like it's strange. It's like it's being pulled in every direction, but it's still there. There is still something, but it's diffuse. Uh, remind me of the precise powers of slayer's prey. Uh, so let's pray. You focus your eye on one foe, increasing harm that you can inflict on it. Blah 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 blah. Um, you designate one creature, uh, and it it only ends early if I designate a different creature. Cool. Does it let you? Is it? Does it give you tracking powers or anything? It doesn't give me tracking powers specifically, but what it does do is, um, if, if the thing uh, is, is still alive, alive, you still feel it. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. becomes, yeah, it doesn't go, but it becomes strangely diffuse. <sighs> as if Mothman has, at least temporarily, lost his cohesion. Or that didn't kill him, but he's, he, he, he's all over the place. How do you mean? I can still sense that I'm holding on to something, but it's like when he did that sort of poof thing um it, it's it, it's like it weakened somehow okay Good I don't know. think he has the energy to um literally pull himself back together for a little while right shall right. we leave Abed I mean we've got some options of uh where to leave to? Yes, do we fancy the scary metal spider web place, or do we fancy the scary roots place, or do we fancy the scary floaty dirt and bricks place? What are we into? I mean, there's Such all options. that tumble there. There's as also well. like here yeah, a place that is up with no way of getting yeah, just there. Just up. Up's uh, always an option. I'm going to point out that I can only really fly for ten minutes at a time. Per casting, yeah, I might reckon. I don't want to risk us just flying up at random unless until we no. can figure out some no. more reliable way of figuring out no, it's a of, terrible of learning idea. where it went. Yeah, yeah. So, good thought. Which do we fancy first on our exciting, lovely, lovely, lovely day? Um, well, we are stood next to horrifying tunnel. I, I love a tunnel. You send some of your lights down ahead of us? I mean, one of the other ones is a bit spiderwebby, which is, I think, pretty oh, well, equally you know, bad. We've got, we've got a spiderweb and tunnel. It's all your favourites. Just And no sky anywhere, which is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know when somebody is fucking about, but like genuinely slightly on the brink of tears? Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. get that kind yeah. of energy. Like, could have a little cry at any second. <laughs> okay. We could flip a coin. We could literally flip a coin. Do you want to flip a coin? I don't care. For hate today. <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty fair. Yep. Um, right. 
we've got three good, op decent options. I'm gonna flip this three-sided coin. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get a series of coins to flip and turn. So like. what is one of the options? Edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it lands on heads, um, then we're going on the the, the spider webs. Uh, metal thing. If it lands on tails, we'll go down the tunnel. And if it lands on its side, it's whatever the third one is that I've forgotten. I mean, there's there's actually four options. Up is not an option. I mean, yeah, but there's also that hole in the wall. Oh, the hole in the wall. Right, well, I'll well, get my four-sided coin out of that show. You could flip coins in turns. Or, or we could just, I mean, yeah. It's, it's kind of up to you. Right. But there is, we are already next to one of these. Okay. So. Heads is this tunnel. Tails is the spider web thing. On the side is the oh whole of the wall. Pause it. Make a decision. Where if are we it going? disappears, it's a nothing. The tunnel. Come on, let's go. The tunnel. Going down the tunnel. I'm bored. Let's go. Please tell me the order in which you want to proceed down the tunnel. Um, cause it has all the eyes. Can you put the front, please? And yeah, put the dancing lights back on. Although, for the record, maybe yeah. we should be looking for any form of traps, because well, this might have been a secret tunnel that somewhat existed already. Yeah. It looks like it. So maybe, Celestia, you go with causing that the front. Yeah, and sure. And um, um, just for the record, we're not allowed to die in here, because I refuse to die in a tunnel. So, so do I. Yeah. I refuse to die. Ever. I'm uh, no, also no, down with that. Um, Victory looks at the various pets. Is this big enough we can just I'm not leaving down? her, so shut up. I can't leave them. Can we at least leave the chicken? Do, do we carry the, the cage with us? Or? Do you want to come back to a weird ghost chicken covered in moss going to kill us all? Is it bad enough that we're leaving the horse? How do we know it won't? Maybe we it should bring the horse. The horse? <laughs> Probably won't fit. The we rest of you it. will. What if we come back really and there's a cloud of tiny flying horses? <laughs> Would you rather find horse? a cloud of tiny flying horses or <laughs> a ghost horse moth? <laughs> Leave the chicken in the stable. They can keep each other company. Oh. Fine, oh, I'll leave the chicken. But if we have to fight any form of chicken, I'm blaming you. You find a chicken orangutan crossbreed. We all do so So it's causing at the front, then Celestia, then Scamp and Victory bringing up the rear. Cool. Okay. You begin here, and animals in between and around, I suppose. So I guess it's. Um, Marjorie and, and Jeffrey can travel with Scamp very easily because they're oh, yeah. small. Uh, Stormy is travelling in between Celestia and Scamp. The chicken is staying with the horse. Okay. <clears throat> At least for now. Uh. Victory breaks up. Causing you make your way down the t tunnel first. Uh, illuminated by the violet lights. The tunnel. Can I ask you for a nature check, please? Certainly. Okay, that is a 24. 
The tongue is a little weird. Um, it's not. It's sort of in a strange. At, at first, it feel it's it, its nature seems to change a little bit. Initially, there is signs of an impact of stone violently broken. Um, and then it seems almost like it gives way within a, within about five ten feet to like a natural fissure that has opened up in the rock, and okay. then it gets weird. It almost becomes not exactly regular, um, but it's more like the rock is the tunnel is composed of flattish. Plains of rock layered in a broad tunnel-like shape around you. And in places, it's not even a rock, there's just pieces of wood, what looks like bits of what used to be the table. Mm -hmm. You see a bit of... You see in one of them, just like hanging slightly loose, is a bit of Mothman's like, like intelligence reports or of the city. It's a bit of the, of the map of Newmark there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drawing a moth man. <laughs> ignore me. At least, at least part of this seems naturally formed. But it's not quite... Uh. Yeah. The, and the more you look at it, you, the more you realise the, the stone isn't quite blending as smoothly. It's almost like pieces of... It's almost like after after about 60 feet or so, the tunnel looks less like it was bored out and more like it was assembled, constructed into place from diff from pieces of stone and wood. Oh, okay. So, like, it starts out as a, a naturally forming fissure and then that has been added to by, like artificial brickwork almost yeah but there's no signs of artifice it's more like it's more like if you imagine several stone slabs were smacked against each other in a kind of higgledy piggledy fashion and you were going down the middle of that is it like when scamp does fabricate for things almost a little like that yeah Things have just huh. been bits of material have been feel like they've been thrown together into this tunnel. Hey, Scamp, does any of this look kind of familiar to you? Like the way it's put together. Um, I guess it's sort of all a little bit like that fort I made, but I did a better job than this. Um. There is now that you look at it something in the things coming together into a shape but there's doesn't feel like the level of focus or design that you would put behind it it's like they weren't really trying well they well, just happened that, it wasn't a purpose almost well the point being though is that surely this indicates that um somebody however badly had to had to physically cause this to happen rather than it just being something naturally occurring. That's not necessarily. The tunnel, by the way, does slope downwards by and large as well. 
would a tunnel like this, if it were just made by like a projectile going through it, would it not be so unstable that the roof would collapse? Hmm, maybe. Potentially. Gonna be paying attention to that through the eyes and the top of my head. Hmm. <laughs> Which is good because after a while you realize you see a gap in between some of these planes of rock and there is void above. Oh, it's opened up. As you and as you continue proceeding now like oh. maybe six, seven hundred feet down this continued uh, tunnel, uh, more of these gaps start to appear. Like, the, almost as if there was less and less rock to work with. And you start, they start appearing in the sides now, uh, up above, the occasional bit missing in the floor that you could put a foot through if you weren't careful. Aww. Watch your step, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to put the lights, like, by the path so that we can see where... Where yeah. the gaps are. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Idea. yeah, which just That's makes them you really it. stand out because they, they are just like blackest black. Nothing. Mm. Well, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Should yeah, we maybe like tie ourselves together in case someone falls? Wouldn't we then all fall? Well, the idea is if one person falls, the yeah. others can brace them and pull them back. True. Don't know. Don't know. How close weird. to, like, the end of this oh. tunnel does it feel like we are? Um, hard to say, because you can never really see more than 120 feet down. You're not there yet, though. Okay. There is more to go. You've been, you've been traveling for, like, uh, I'm going to say by this point that you that you start noticing the first holes in the floor. You've already been traveling for close to ten minutes. Okay, so maybe we just like hold a rope. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's we can drop it if idea. we need to, but just so it's there. Yeah. I mean, there was that long coil of uh, silk that you got oh, out yeah, of the. Oh yeah, that uh, looks. Let's use that. Out of Mothman's kit. Three hundred feet. Yep, great. Alright, let's... Uh... Do you think maybe this is what that was for? Oh, I hope not. That's like... Makes, was that like I don't want Mothman to know about this place. We do have it a makes Mothman more worrying. As well. Hmm? We'll launch a grappling hook if we need to at any point. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which might be quite helpful. Is anyone not able to like catch themselves if they're falling? Who's got... No way of doing that. You can't put do my that. hand. Causing is not really. Oh wait, now I've got my um, my shitty gliding moth clothes, yes. so I can fall slower. slightly slower, and then we can catch up to you potentially. Maybe. Yeah, because um, obviously Scamp and I can fly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Causing, do you want a grappling thing? Yeah. Might, yeah, I have uh, that. Might take that. Because don't get me wrong, I don't think this cloak will do much, but it might be a little slower. It'll slow you down enough that one of us can catch you. Mm. Potentially. Yeah. Like, magically catch you. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Or this fly after you. starts to become very appropriate as you kind of st spread out the rope and each take a hold of it and give cause in the grappling hook. I'm going to pick the launcher. cat up. Stormy is very happy to be picked up in the circumstances and is starting to get a little uncomfortable. I know, honey. 
it's okay. I'm sorry. Jeffrey is like, <laughs> you hold on tight, Jeffrey. You'll be all right. Yeah. Exactly, Marjorie. Marjorie is actually seeming a little bit more relaxed now that the roof is opening up, <laughs> and she feels a little less underground. That's um, indeed, the roof almost pretty much gone by this stage. Peering back, you've gone too far, but you to for, for your dark vision to see it. But you imagine beyond, somewhere back beyond there is the mansion, hmm. just hanging in the void. Um, the first is the roof that goes. Then one wall. What do you mean? There just stops being roof to this tunnel. Mm. You're just in an increasingly more broken up sort of uh, pipe. Oh, missing yeah. a top. U-shaped pipe. Then one wall goes for a bit and there's just floor and one wall. Then floor but like the opposite wall. And there's a bit where there's just floor and sometimes wall. I hate it. And the wall and the floor starts to get less complete. So you're having to really like watch your step. And then up ahead you realise it shifts and there's and 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 these flat planes are more you can now see are just jagged um they're not like perfect cubes or anything. It's more like, you know when you get crystalline uh, hex- like structures of rock? Mm-hmm. Mm. Long shards of those clumped together to form this walkway. Uh, and, they st- and they're less even. There's jagged edges, which is good because it gives, you know, extra footholds uh, and so on. And after about... 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of travel. It's kind of hard to tell time. The floor gives way to a long stretch where there is no floor, but there are handholds and footholds on one side. If you want to proceed, you either need to climb or to fly. This is the worst. We did this once before and I fell. Yep. There was like a sea of monstery things. Tell me about that another time over drinks. Mm. Mm. How am I going to get this cash along here? I mean, we've probably got enough other rope that we could. Wait, um. Hold up, didn't one of you mention you got a climbing harness? Yes, I have a climber's kit. I've got one too now. You could probably harness the cat to you. That might be a good probably idea. Probably sensible. She's going to be so mad. You're going to be so mad, aren't oh, you? Oh, she's going to dig her claws in so much. <laughs> <laughs> you're glad of that arm. You're, you're kind of glad of your armoured waistcoat. <laughs> mm. She's already digging her claws into you and you're like, you're thanking Fighty for making this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably going to harness the cat to me unless, I mean, would it be better to use the harness for something else and I'll tie the cat to me 
<laughs> that sounds terrible. Well, we... Anyone good at climbing and feel super confident? I'm all right at climbing. I'm used to climbing up and down rigging. Same. Climbing decks, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, well, I actually know it's, it's athletics. Oh, no, I'm fucking shit at climbing because uh, blood magic. But the climber's kit does give you advantage. But I've got a climber's it. kit, so I'm a bit better than rubbish. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I have a climber's kit now. I'm still rubbish at climbing. <laughs> um, We can harness the cat to me and you to cause... <laughs> So, just to clarify our current situation. That was a joke, that's not a decision. No, no, (laughs) but just to clarify, all of you are holding rope connecting you to each other. You've all got silk, you're all holding silk rope. Uh, At this stage, no one's got the climbers, any climbers harnesses on yet. Uh, It might be now that we should actually tie ourselves together. Let's attach ourselves before we do anything else. Okay. Alright. do the prerequisite knots. Is there any side of the other side? How far of, like, where it stops being just wall? Uh, it see? definitely continues being wall for the next 120 feet. Um, I'm going to give Scamp inspiration. You're so good at climbing. Look at you go. Yeah. You've always been a bad liar. <laughs> I'm a great liar when I'm not this stressed. Fuck you. I'm a better liar than you, you get are. inspiration. Possibly. <laughs> I actually don't know. What is your, um, what is your deception out of I curiosity? I think you actually are a bit liar than me. My deception <laughs> is plus seven. Haha, I'm a better liar than you. I just don't lie very often. Okay. Because I'm still in paying. debt for some yep. truths. <laughs> yeah, you're still paying. It's true. I've got, uh, to, got to remember to use those up. How many you got left? I can't remember. You've got four of those left. Yeah, that sounds about okay. right. Uh, okay. You so you tie you you tie like rope loops around your waists, connecting harness up to the harness. To me. You harness the cat to you, Jeffrey. Get in my bag. Ow, ow. In the bag, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey gets to the bag, holding his spear. Marjorie is just continues to perch because Marjorie is Marjorie. Fred, do you fly. need to climb since you've got a sort of? People can see you here, but I can't. It's totally unfair, by the way. Uh, uh, not really. We're here on the... We're in the place where... Sorry. Not really. We're in the place where... Uh, where that rainbow... Uh, where the, where the rain, that rainbowish spirit and the octopus and so on are... Are you a duck? I think I understand what they're saying, and only if I choose to be. Everyone gets to be a duck but me. I hate it. A friend doesn't get to be a duck. Only we're a duck. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think of yourself as not being a duck. Think of yourself as being one of the first fish to grow legs. I'll go write that on my wall. I don't know what it means, but I'm writing it on my wall. So you're a, you're a leg fish? Yeah. Like a crab? No, like a fish like with a people's legs. Oh, God. Which is weird, because I don't have people. Like, I've got hooves, so... Like oh. a reverse mermaid? 
Lux oh, sort of no. smacks Oh, God's causing. Lux Why would you do that to fish Don't with fucking encourage ass. them. Always encourage them. You're so boring. Oh, it's fun. I assure <laughs> you I'm not... I'm not boring. You're extremely boring. Fuck off. Fuck you. Uh, can we calm down? Because this cat is fucking destroying my back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's do the okay. thing. Okay, uh, I would like an athletics check Just from. Out pets and deity. <laughs> everyone, please. I love her with my whole heart. I've got advantage. Oh. Oh, do we have advantage? Yeah. Advantage. Wait, who who's got oh, the other? No. Whoever's wearing the climbers kit. You've got the other climbers oh, kit. Oh yeah. Gets advantage. Uh, no, yeah, Corzin doesn't. Celestia's got one. I've got one. We're doesn't. both oh, terrible it's at it. very good with advantage. Also. Oh, great, that's a 12. 21. Uh, 17, which is a 16. Okay, Corzin at the front. Uh, the pain sharpens my mind. Slowly, <laughs> you begin making your way across. It is slow work. Um, the first 10, 20, 40 feet. 60 feet in, you hear a sort of uh, from the back, and you feel the target's victory falls for a moment, then quickly taps her own chest, and there's a flash of light and a gust of wind, uh, and she floats back up, <coughs> grabs the wall again. <coughs> You're right, darling? Yeah, yeah. You're good, lovely. Lost my, uh, lost my grip there for a moment, but I can... It's a close um... one. Ooh. Like I said, short, short little flights, easy for me to do. Okay, okay. Good to know. Let's try not to do that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said anything, it made the cat jump, and I felt it. Ow! Yeah, Stormy ain't enjoying this. Um, also, cost Vic- Victory had to spend a spell to get that, but she has now cast major armor on herself, which she had also forgotten to do prior to this. So. <laughs> oh, <lol>. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. I've forgotten how to do it entirely. Yeah. Um, Forgot so many times that it's gone. <laughs> yeah. The memory has faded. But the... I have my fancy new armor, so it's fine. Yeah. I'm so glad it was time. I'm so glad. <laughs> and uh, it took like 150 episodes. 50 feet. 157. <laughs> A hundred feet past. Still no sign of the floor. The 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 cracks. Uh, the the space in between handholds is starting to get more and more. Yeah, you having to stretch out to ma- manage. I need uh one. I need another set of uh of athletics checks, please. Okay. 17. 12 uh, again. 18. Okay. Collectively. We had my lovely minus what? Oh. Still Slow managed going to keep causing. together. <laughs> Little flickering in the distance. Oh. Flickering in the distance, you see a single moth. Ah. Uh, distance. What? Land briefly. Float towards Celestia, I'm going to say. Land, try to land on your nose. Cause, do you still got that, that, that thing with the, where you could feel the moth person nearby? Yep. Oh, they're still somewhere. Are they still as diffuse, like, but bits intensifying? Feel yeah, things. it's still it's still out there. Um, I think he's he's trying to pull himself back together. 
Okay. It's feeling more and more intense now. Like, there's some, like, yeah. But there's no way, but onwards. One more check, please. If it feels like he's not, like, pulls himself together properly, cause him, let me know, because I think that might be a time for a fly. <laughs> Understood. Uh, I mean, it's... 16. I can't tell the uh, uh, direction, but he's... Um, he'd be back where he was. Uh, the last um, uh, yeah. athletics was a 14. Okay, 13, 16, 14, and victories as well. You hit a point where you're actually having to almost like... There's one point where they're spaced out enough, you just almost have to like swing and jump to get across the distance. Uh, but you manage it. Uh, hey, sit. Keep going. You going. And just <laughs> as you are hitting that point, you cause it like more and more of these butterflies are starting to appear, uh, float in from the distance. And then you realize are starting to float in from that, from the edge of that range, glimmering with light, causing you feel the intensity growing. And the moths suddenly <laughs> swirl together into the form of Mothman. Alpha. I am returned! Nobody cares! Roll initiative, please. Oh, this is a terrible place for a fight. <laughs> oh yeah, you're all strung well, to each other along the thing. I did better than last time. I rolled a two. Seventeen. <laughs> so that's a four. <laughs> a whole one higher than last done. time. Okay. Next time I'll roll a three. Uh, it must have went up like ooh. that. Oh. I would. I, I would assume that we were living in a simulation that it was glitching horribly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if every time I rolled it went one up, I'm like, no. Okay. no. Uh, Mothman with a natural twenty goes first. Oh, awesome. Takes a bonus action. Shift strangely in a way that you're not quite sure uh, interestingly you can still see there is like a hole where Corzin shot him before uh, Hi. The, so, is that like in his chest? Or? yeah in a sort, of, right. uh, sort of chest area it's not completely incapacitated him but it's, it's that shot seems to have kept in some way and maybe we'll aim higher next time the Mothman focuses on you Corzin opens his mouth wide and then dives towards you <laughs> putting his hands forwards his wings trailing before we, him and tries to and uh, and sort of punches you with both fists right in the gut <laughs> make a charisma save please oh okay. no 14 he punches you in the gut and goes into you. Oh, fuck. Inside, you see the Mothman seems to is sucked into Corzin's oh, belly, no. becoming a, a swarm of moths. And then, Corzin, your Corzin's eyes glow with light. Corzin, you are possessed. Uh, I don't I was worried about that. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so, uh, I guess on Corzin's turn then, uh, you are the nearest person to you with Celestia. Um, you're all about ten foot apart from each other. So going down this list, um, Celestia is ten foot from Corzin. Uh, Scamps 20 feet, Victory's 30 feet away uh, along this long chain. Because um, he's using your body, can I ask you to make an athletics check, please, uh, to jump at Celestia? Okay. And then... Uh, yeah. I mean, now I roll a 21, of course. Uh, uh, okay. Corzin turns, his eyes glowing, draws both his blades, so uh, Death and uh, and Riptide, and uh, is going to, uh, and leaps at Celestia, uh, making four attacks. Shit. Uh, So, interesting. Uh, Okay, well, I mean, the first... (laughs) Are you uh, using my stats for this? Uh, his his attacks, okay, but uh, your damage. Although, oh, the first two attacks, uh, I'm going to roll all four, because... God. Right. Uh, Celestia, does yeah. a 16 hit your armor class? Uh, I think it is my armor class, yes. Yeah, so okay. It, it does. It does appear Fortunately class, for Corzin's body, unfortunately for you... Uh, I'm going to roll this at random. Riptide drives, uh, manages to connect with you. Uh, Corzin, roll damage for Riptide, please. Because he's using okay. your body. Oh, seven. Okay, you take seven points of damage, and Riptide lodges uh, kind of the lowest I could possibly have rolled. Yeah. It actually, it's more, it's almost a flesh wound. Most of it goes through your clothing, um, but it, sc- it slices through the upper part of your, uh, of like, uh, the bit where you're, uh, just above your shoulder blade, uh, like where, uh, at the top of, uh, in between like your shoulder and your neck. Um, and the the blade catches, let, allowing Corzin's body to hang on to you. He tries to slash at you with the other blade three times uh, with death. Uh, you, because of the difficulty of the arrangement, uh, he's unable to gain purchase. But on the bright side, one of those attacks succeeded, so Corzin does not immediately fall into the void either. Somewhere uh, in there he's resisting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can see Corzin's glowing eyes looking around frantically. Uh, but his face is com- is composed into a rictus of rage, uh, and you just hear him call out, "I am the knight!" <laughs> uh, okay, so because uh, I'm Mothman, <laughs> pirate Mothman, uh, victory is going to call out, "Fuck! Uh, what do I do?" I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get the moth no, out of there. Something. Okay, uh, this is going to be fun. Help. <laughs> uh, she is going to try and, uh, panicking, just 
do a, a get a lot of her stuff is really either really powerful or not suited to the situation so in lieu of casting thunder wave um uh, yeah. she's going to uh sort of lean out from the from the rock uh, pieces of floating rock and again flick her fingers hair flashing up on end and send a, a jolt of lightning uh, at pausing this time. Uh, does a 15 hit your armor class? Uh, 15 does not. Okay, the, uh, using your reflexes, uh, Mothman jolts to the side and the light, little boiling bolt <laughs> sails off into the distance uh, ineffectively. So much uh, for that. Yeah, most of her uh, special abilities and so on don't really, it can't be used unless she's directly attacked. Uh, that brings us to Celestia. You are okay. 10 feet from Corzin, who is possessed. I'm going to do something a bit left field that I haven't done for a while. Mm. Um, so, basically, um, Rainbow Spirit properly, like, becomes a flowing cloak of... Uh, majesty, if you will. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm going to invoke the Mantle of Majesty, the Glamour Bard ability, um, which means I can cast Command as a bonus action without expending a spell slot. Um, okay. All the veins and shit just glow up like super fucking massive rainbow, yes. As a side effect, um, your own, like, your Mothman cloak which you're wearing, flays <laughs> outwards and glows with rainbow, like in full rainbow technicolor. Yeah. I mean, Celestia is already starting to look a little bit otherworldly in the bone structure, etc. but it gets more. Um, and I'm just, I'm going to look into Cousin's eyes with the intention of looking like at Mothman, Mothman. and just go out. Okay. Yes. Mothman, uh, was it was what is your DC these days? It's 18. Is you it get in a tingle. Yours, I'm doing the thing. Take three off whatever they're old. Okay, you see cause and react as if physically staggered, and we'll <gasps> see what Mothman does on Mothman's turn. Yeah, um, I mean, I can still do other things. Yes. Do what? I mean, sorry, do? you're not ten feet from Corzin. You are right next to Corzin because Corzin's yeah. on you. <laughs> I got that wrong. Yeah, I really need to do Mantle of Majesty because mm. I mm. forget it's a thing. Um, mm. um, um, is it concentration? It is concentration. Mm. Um, is this a charm effect, though? Is oh. Um, any creature charmed by me automatically fails at save. Um, but it is just casting command. I'm just going to check the command spell because if the. Enchantments. Control. Uh, I'm not seeing the word. I'm not yes! sure. Yes! It's, it's, it's a lot of these types of spells, like dominate persons, say that a creature is charmed. Mm-hmm. So if a creature is immune to charm, it will affect them. Command does no fuck. Oh. The spell has no effect if the target is undead. Oh. Balls. Bolts. I really wanted that to work, but it's like it's it's explicit in that one. Uh, what I will say is, it's currently possessing Corzin. I mean, does it look like it's working? Because I'll do something else. Um, Corzin, make a charisma save, please. 
And I roll it gives you a chance to try and throw it out. Six. You, okay, you can see that there's a moment where Corzin like tried. You saw a moment of Corzin like reemerge in the face before the wrath overtook it. So it looks like it did something, but it wasn't quite enough on its own. So. what spells are worth wasting. Yeah, that's that's your feeling. Like it. It made a difference, but it wasn't quite able to do it on its own. I don't know if it's a mute charm. Nothing else is a charm. Is suggestion a charm? So I still have an action, so I might as well do something else if I can. Let me just uh, check. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um, I've got a spell card, but it doesn't actually say. Oh, creatures that can't be charmed. Can't be charmed in this effect. I don't know if you can or not. Probably not. You can't. So you get. The, I'm going to say you get the. Do same, I get information? You get the this? feeling from the way that the. So yeah. So the sense you get from casting this is that it's not affecting um, Mothman. Mothman's like too single focused, too wrath filled for, uh, for 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 that that type of mind influencing magic to work. It the command did give you a chance it did seem to crack open the door a little bit to help cause him but it wouldn't hurt but it didn't work on mothman uh, directly i'm going to cast suggestion on causing okay get him out of you okay i'm gonna say that will let you Sorry. that so i'm gonna say that causing uh First of all, do you I volunteer? Mean, suggestion do you, do you is you like ongoing. To, yeah, do you choose to fail this? Uh, yeah, I, yes. if person has any say in the matter, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to say this gives you just enough of an edge that on your turn each round, you may, mm-hmm. uh, for as long as this effect is in place, you can use your action to try and force I mean, Mothman out. I killed Mantle's Majesty, unfortunately, but if it wasn't okay. working anyway, then yeah. fuck it. Nah, it gives you the flare initially, um, and then you do that. Um, okay, so causing on your round, on your turn, you'll uh, you'll continue to have a chance of shunting this thing out. Got it. Um, That's a charisma save, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's just a, a charisma save rather than I get to do an action. Uh, I'm gonna say you'll be able to use your action to to try and charisma save your way out of it, basically okay. to try and force the. I can't do anything else. Um, you'll be able to use bonus actions if you successfully force Mothman out. Right. Okay. Um, but the initial getting the Mothman out harder. Uh, okay. So it would be perfect for this if I could cast it. But yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out our temporary hit points have gone off on that little inspiration. Oh, no. I was looking at my other bard abilities to see if I got any other inspiration from. Yeah. Excellent. How, what? what uh, that's not what you cast, so it's not immediately relevant. Oh no, no, no sorry. I was just idly reading. Scamp. Oh boy. You are now 15 feet from Causen because Causen is on Celestia. Okay, what's a terrible idea? This is a terrible idea. Uh, how tight is the rope tied around Corson? 
Uh, there's quite a lot of give. You put it between all four of you, so there's like... I mean, like, in terms of space in between you all, you've got a good uh, 60 foot of rope between each of you. Uh, in the event Where forward. is it tied around on Corzin? Uh, like, around the waist. waist. What animal has a similar circumference to Corzin's waist and would not be Stormy, a danger probably. in a fight? Like... Uh, yeah, like any number of creatures, like, like, what, what, like, you tell me. Maybe a, um, maybe a fat rabbit. <laughs> but I think of something I can polymorph into him, him into that won't just immediately, like, like fall a very long, like, like, there's certain, some breeds of hair are pretty big. Like, yeah. There are, like, house rabbits that are yeah. chunky. Yeah. Like the size I wouldn't of small want dogs. to fight them though, because they've got a kick. So maybe not a rabbit. I mean, we're a large guinea pig. We're <laughs> a large guinea <laughs> pig. Why are we just now I thinking mean, of like pets? That's I just a monster know. guinea pig. What we need is another pet. Definitely, we um, have enough already. What is the most harmless animal anyone can think of that is a bit big? Oh. Big snail. I don't know. <laughs> Some of the like larger house lizards, maybe. Oh, I don't want to fight a lizard. It's got to be a big fat rabbit because that's all I can think of. Okay. I'm gonna polymorph okay. cause it into a big fat rabbit. Wisdom, sir. Uh, it is. Yep, yeah, wisdom. What's your DC? Eighteen. Okay. You uh, focus your magic in a series of golden planes of light appear around Corzin, and Corzin seems to like slightly contract as shaping around him is the body of a fat rabbit. I'm sorry, Corzin. <laughs> a fat, uh, what color? Oh, um, sort of Corzin colors. Okay, like, sort of sim- brown rabbit sandy ears. It's got a waistcoat Yeah, it's like it's wearing Corzin's clothes. Okay, it's wearing, yeah, it's got like a waistcoat and for some reason a pocket watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of eyes. <laughs> and just like little eye-like rings in its fur. Uh, yeah, Corzin, you, you, you're, you, you're still conscious of all this, so yeah, you, you are a rabbit now. I look like a rabbit that's late for its appointment at Relay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, that brings us to the top of the round, and, uh, huh, I didn't think I would need to know this, uh, but let me just check whether it's an action or a bonus action to relinquish this now useless form. That was my hope. Um, because one way, like, it's... Yeah, it ain't... Mothman ain't bothering to stick around. Uh, Also, the rabbit probably doesn't have guns, so... (laughs) Indeed, the guns and the the sword do mould into the form. So, yeah, you watch as the rabbit's eyes flash and Mothman (laughs) bursts back out. um, Calling out... You will not prosper, evil doers, uh, and is rude. Uh, and it's going to attack the nearest person, which is uh, Celestia, making four attacks with my fists of vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, 
Uh, 12 doesn't hit. Uh, sorry, uh, 14 doesn't hit. Uh, 16 or above. Cool. Okay, so two of the four attacks hit. Um, which means you take. Flip an egg. 38 points of necrotic damage. Uh, you're not resistant to necrotic, are you? No, yeah, it's radiant you're resistant to or something. Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's lightning you're resistant to. That's yeah. it, yeah. Uh, so you take 38 points of, ne- of necrotic damage as uh, as you feel the chill of uh, Mothman's fists punch through and into you, taking the breath out of you, and you feel your your, your, your flesh grow cold and withered when it strikes. Oh, I have a question. Yeah. Stormy's on my back. Can she do anything? Uh, yes, Stormy... Uh... I guess Stormy hasn't acted yet, so Stormy can act on your on your turn. Has I'll the say. rabbit like landed on Celestia, or is it hanging from? The uh, so, uh, this is a good point. The rabbit doesn't really have the ability to grasp, so the rabbit falls <laughs> and hangs fifty feet, uh, uh, sixty feet below. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, which is actually a valid point, uh, Celestia. Uh, roll an athletics check I'm sorry. The, with advantage because you got the climbers kit to stay on the wall. As the sudden downward pressure of rabbit okay, causes it. It's fine, 21. <laughs> you claw like grit onto the, oh, onto the floating hey. wall and manage to stay in place. Okay, uh, Mothman finishes his turn next to Celestia, uh, which brings us to. Stormy, Vic- do anything? Uh, you know what? Stormy didn't act last turn, so sure. I'll let's say Stormy held action. Oh, she I can just, attack. I just. Had, you had, we hadn't decided on it. Oh, sorry. Stormy what is Stormy's on your attack? Round. We've never done this before. Help. Plus four. Plus four. 19. Fuck Mothman. Stormy does actually manage to hit. Uh, she gets two attacks, so roll again. Mm. 18. Just manages to hit twice. Yay. Uh, 1d... Uh, I think she does 1d8 plus 2. Okay, so I do that twice. Nine! Okay, nine for the first one. Ten! Oh! Yeah, Stormy! It's uh, less than fully effective, but she does manage to do a total of nine points of damage. Woo! Zap, zap. So I'll mark that as damage done to Mothman as as Stormy sort of... Two uh, lightning bolt-like tendrils emerge from her back and <laughs> smash into the ethereal form of Mothman, uh, <laughs> leaving his form slightly dissolute in their wake. Stormy got some got some attacks on it. You're the best cat mm. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, that brings us to. Uh, Corson's go. Can I drop concentration? Yes. Now that the rabbit yeah, you is can drop concentration as a free action. So, Corson, you fall, suddenly hang, <laughs> abruptly hang, and your form <laughs> breaks as you regain both your physical form and control of your body. You're now hanging 60 feet below uh, Celestia, swinging slightly uh, <laughs> uh, uh, with, with your blades already drawn. Am I still 60 feet uh, below Mothman? Yes! You are exactly okay. 60 feet below Mothman. Right, then I have the perfect thing. Right, okay. Who's I still am your Slain Spray? 
Uh, oh, excellent. That's that's good to know. Yeah, that hasn't but gone. Will... You haven't taken a short rest. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, uh, the rabbit make a, a wide arc uh, with my uh, sword, sort of um, gesticulate towards him and say, "Piss off, ghost!" and cast banishment. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. This is a charisma save, right? Uh, yes. Target must succeed the Christmas saving throw. DC uh, 16. Oh, I'm sorry, natural 20. Oh, God, God I can't do it. Damn it! You see the, uh, you f- uh, the octopus reaches out with its tentacles uh, and Mothman struggles for a moment like it's binding him and his arms crossed and then he sort of breaks out of the grip. <laughs> All right, no at least you... spirit. <laughs> no crime can contain me! <laughs> Okay, can I at least use my movement to climb back up a little bit? Uh, yes, you can. You can climb at half movement, uh, or give me a an athletics check, actually. Let's see if you can do if you want to Yeah, I'll get that. Athletics check it. Okay, that is a 26. Okay, you, like, it's a fucking hard climb, because it's a vertical rope, but you, you've done this shit before. Uh, you managed Sailor. to get full... Yeah, you got full 25 feet up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are clambering up. Celestia, you just feel the dragging force ah. you the whole time. <laughs> but each tug is causing his, like, clambering upwards. A lot of damage, there's a cat hanging off my back yeah. already. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, well, okay, Corzin, good, good, good try. He didn't, like, that nearly, that, I think that oh. almost any other role would have succeeded. God damn it, okay, right. Okay, uh, victory, uh, seeing that uh, the Mothman is no longer right next to, uh, to you, is going to go for... Um... Yeah, under the circumstances, she's going to go for something. Oh, fuck no, she's not. The The next most powerful spell she has is Lightning Bolt, and there are people in between her mm. and... Yeah, fair. Uh, nope, she's got, a, she's got a smart and stupid idea, which only Victory would do. So fuck it, she'll do it. Yay. Uh, Victory launches herself off the wall to clear so that she's no longer got Celestia and Scamp in between her and Mothman. And in the moment she's like going up and falling, puts both her hands out, there's a crackle of lightning around them and a solid blast of lightning, just a line of it, shoots out, smashes into the wall in the process, Uh and through the Mothman. Gonna make a death. Uh, not death save. He's gonna make a um, dex save and fail. Uh, I think it's six. His default is sixty. Sixty-six or eighty-six for lightning bolt. Uh, sensible DM uh, would have written that on his character sheets. There we go. Uh, okay, she can do eighty-six lightning damage. Okay, with a. <laughs> Uh, you see the light, uh, the Mothman is directly impacted. Again, it's frustratingly not quite as effective. Something about his uh, ethereal nature makes it harder to leave a lasting hit without causing these uh, attacks. Uh, the wall 
however, does take the damage, uh, and you see some of the handholds ahead blasted away, well, and as they lying. come loose, they fall down forever into the dark. It's fine. Shit! It's uh, fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Also, it's though, fine. as she casts this, again, there's that gust of wind, and it allows her to fly back to the handhold and get hold of it again. So she also, so she does not also fall down into the darkness. Good, good. Uh, that is victory's go. Celestia, Mothman stands before you, and Stormy connect on your round. Fuck you! I cast dissonant whispers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, psychic damage time. Yep. Wisdom save. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Really bad. That is uh, ten, ten damage. Ten total damage. Yep. I only did a low one because I'm really worried about using up all my spells. We don't know where we are. That is fair. With a sudden, uh, with a sudden, you see Mothman uh, recoils and almost and flies straight backwards. His form cracking in places uh, and he like flies back uh, like he's being pulled away on strings like astonishingly far all the way down what's left of this corridor and starts crumbling into moths as he goes <laughs> there's a few tense moments mothman for now is gone and you feel again that's your sense of your slayer's prey Mothman is dissolute broken but not gone for good so we're playing Mothman in the void and it's really funny Um, (laughs) yeah fuck all of you yeah 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 Cousin, you're not a rabbit anymore are you no you're not no evidently not you sure uh, no, uh, d- uh, definitely two regular sized ears, um, uh, and not well, all, all that much that. fur. <laughs> How much longer is this fucking bastard just climbing bullshit? There's, there's my back now. hurts now. Uh, I will do my best to take the, uh, the strain off, uh, Celestia's back. Oh, I mean, uh, you can't because it's caused by a cat that's clicking. <laughs> so. Once you clamber up and with a little bit of effort of swinging, causing you're able to get onto the next piece, and with, with it takes time, but all of you are able to get across this next piece. And although the rocks don't become any more frequent immediately, they do once again become floor, oh. allowing you to rest your feet on more stable ground before you continue on and we'll pick up there after these no doubt important messages okay so I got this great idea for a hero character he he can't do magic but he's uh, got a terrible dark backstory his parents were killed and now he has a one man army fighting for vengeance against crime so we got a tragic backstory, a strong motivation, we just gotta think of something else. Ah, I got it. 
He's rich. And welcome back. After a little bit of a short while more clambering, the wall gives way to flooring. Still sparse, but with the same broken pieces of stone. Wide enough that you're having to stretch your legs, or in a couple of cases, jump a little bit. But you aren't needing to fly it across sections. And then they start getting thicker again. More pieces arranging. And... Although you do notice also more of these little moths here and there. They don't seem to be like clustering towards you though. There's just one or two, one or two just like hanging on a wall or fluttering by. Again, this time it's it's all these luminescent, almost ethereal-looking moths. And then you encounter as the pieces of rock that make uneven rock that make up the floor become more regular, you find one that is not like the others. So the stone has been a sort of um, let me just make a choice here yeah the stone has been a sort of um, mix of kind of like dull off-white grayish and brownish stone basically a series of the kind of series of sandstones different types of sandstone you get on the edge of cliffs by and large, occasionally with bits of strayish. Is it the kind of rock from where we were, or is this...? This, up to this point, the rock has been pretty similar to the, to, to the rocks that were in the cliffside near, um, near, uh, uh Newmark. However, you encounter the first block, uh, fragment of stone that instead is pure white and intensely fine-grained. Almost like marble in its fine grain, but with no veins, or indeed marbling to it. Is it like alabaster? Very close to it, yes. But is it stone we've seen before anywhere? Or, or is this new? Kneeling to inspect it, you uh, give me your choice of Nature or just straight wisdom, please. Nature. Anyone? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. What do I know about nature. rocks today? Nothing. I know nothing about rocks today. Oh, I know That's many about rocks. Twenty-two. I know twenty-two rocks. I know five rocks. Celeste, you grew up. You grew up literally surrounded I by rocks. Love rocks. <laughs> you know a lot about rock, uh, and you recognise this rock uh, because you have seen it before, but not in the Underdark. This is cloudstone. Oh. Um, the material, the very, very dense and regular, sort of almost like platonic ideal of stone that the giants uh, worked with, uh, of Sunder worked with. Oh, that's that uh, giant stone from um, from all the cool Atreon cities. 
Yeah. You, you remember so, it's forming the large parts of the walls of Inyan. And, yeah, and indeed, uh, also in the runes of Fen. Huh. What is that doing here? That's well, a very good question. I, I mean, it's only a guess, but... Um, it's possible that whatever we've been um, moving through for the past little while is corresponding to what would have been there back on what's the right uh, uh, back on our point of origin hang on, hang on, hang on Victory, you think that this is where your chests go yes? Yeah, pretty sure we might not be the only thing here then no but giants could use your type of magic, I gesture at Victory and Scamp, couldn't they? yeah so Really? What we think this is okay. a theory. Um, um, some of the things we can do, yeah. they could do. And it might just be the... And it maybe okay. got forgotten sort of thing. Like the, the stepping stones of the, the, the circles. Yeah. Giant. Yeah. But my point is, right. if there were giants that could do this back in the day, what if there are some like giant fortresses here? That's not... A- Unreasonable. Uh, what if there isn't a way out and they're just still here? Um, and we're fucked. That was a newspeak giant, right? I do, yes. Uh, although I've actually had no one to um, uh, uh, to really practice with, so I don't know if. Um, Your if accent's going to be terrible. Your accent's going to be fucking wild. But, I mean, it's better than any of us can do. Uh... Alright, well, if we run into any giants, I've a fair idea at least I could, um, um, you know. Uh, have a short conversation, ask them the way to the local baths, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, because we're oh, all. So you could say like we two definitely beers, need a bath to any chance that we meet. It's like trying, like trying to speak to. It's very much like trying to speak to actual, like you know, first-century BC Romans with your kind of with your understanding school of, of boy Latin. Latin. It was schoolboy yeah. Latin. <laughs> like the little bit of Italian thrown in that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, as you proceed. Sturcus, can... Sturcus, Sturcus, Moriartus, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you carry on. As you move forward, and the floor begins to fill out more, more and more pieces of cloud stone fill in the gaps where the earlier uh, where the cliff stone was and suddenly you hit a point where you catch the faintest glimmer of light up ahead we're all seeing that right yep yeah. Oh yeah, that's standing out like light, like, like light, a light in, in dark yeah, light. like a light in the dark. Uh, maybe there's like a little crack, or maybe it's just a real long way off. It's Aww. the floor is now floor enough for Stormy to walk, so she's like scrabbling. You're not gonna fling yourself off, are you? Okay. Carefully I like extricate. Keep your a little cap. bit of rope like, on her okay. collar, but I don't like keep yeah. her on me. She flicks off and sort of bounds around for a few moments before seeming to calm down 
and then sort of relaxes, just glad to be on the ground again. I'm sorry. She pads along behind you. Yes, oh yeah. <laughs> just the it's like you're taking your cat for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Through the endless void. Like tied to a belt loop. Yeah. Like I've put something on. I've actually might quite some number of collar at this point. I thought that's extra enough that I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna say that in the intervening time you found her a nice Purple collar with with a rhinest- with some right like big yep. with a big rhinestone on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have happened. That that tracks. Yeah. Um, you keep walking. Uh, there is light. It is a fair distance off. It takes you another ten minutes or so just to get towards it. But this corridor is straight. And as you approach, you realize the light is, it's not, it's light shining through an aperture. Mm-hmm. And you can see illuminated faintly the end of this tunnel, which builds back, the walls start building back up and, and something approaching a ceiling. And because of that wall and ceiling, you can't really see beyond what's around it. Like there's enough tunnel that uh, that it it kind of comes into full tunnel way more than 120 feet ahead. So your dark vision doesn't show whatever's around the end of this. But carrying on, it's almost like a shock when you hit light again. Faint, filtered, slightly rosy, coming through what appears to be just a broken, what from this side you can see looks like a broken doorway of pale stone in some sort of arch. And, like, when you're close enough that you can just peer through without getting right up next to it, you catch a hint of some sort of room beyond with what looks like maybe sunlight filtering into it and bright painted colours. Well, this is new. Mm. Yeah. Take a day orb or something. Possibly. Uh, like, is that a solarium? Is that what we're looking at? Maybe. Only one way to find out. I mean, this is solidly out of my wheelhouse. Oh, don't get me wrong, darling. Same, but theories, you know? Yeah. Um. Right, should we go look, then? Yeah, we can't hear anything, can we? There's not... Roll a perception check. Oh, no. Are there voices or anything? I will. <laughs> yeah, That's no. hearing, so. Mm-hmm. Advantage, but. 23? Yeah. Eight. That rolled really well. 17. Oh, sorry, 22. I can't do that. You strain your ears. What would you be 
faintly the dis- a distant very very faintly you think you can hear rustling and it's not surprising because again dotted down this hallway are more of these little white a little iridescent moths I feel like you can hear yeah like distant not like the heavy sort of <laughs> of mothman's approach just like little <laughs> Well, I can hear moths, but only a few, not not a scary amount or anything. Mm. I don't trust moths anymore. Well, can add it to the list of things we don't trust, yeah. hooray. Or at least in keeping with this place, and... It's not uh, him trying to reconstitute himself, I'm fairly certain. Mothman still feels dissolute to you. Oh, that's good to know. There's something. Um, I guess we take a look. Agreed. Stealthily? Can we, I yep. don't even know if we can get away with that here. Everyone roll a stealth check, please. I feel like everyone knows we're here. <laughs> disadvantage? Or is it because it's noise? I 11. Think? Uh, it's disadvantage for outfits. So. Yeah, for sight. So, probably, right. probably fine for sight. The whole twelve. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. That's what happens when I tell myself I'll be bad. Something as quiet funny. as possible, with varying degrees of success. <laughs> However, you make your way forwards cautiously. Stormy doesn't make a sound. Um, she's a cat it's not surprising and you do as you approach this doorway you realise it's actually broad the, the, the corridor um, seems to, it's about your height like it's about Celestia's height just about a little bit taller you've not been able you've been able to walk comfortably through this um, my hair's brushing the yeah. ceiling <laughs> and it breaks apart uh, it, and it breaks into this door and you peer out and emerge through it and you can see that uh, within beyond is a sort of almost antechamber or entryway and it is bright strangely colourful um there are the floors are are made of smooth like reflective stone patterned with colourful spirals in variants and bright primary colours divided up into different sections giving it a kind of mosaicish feeling the there are four pillars supporting the ceiling um, which to your eye look like they're made of they look like they're made of cloudstone they have that smooth perfect perfection to them uh, but they're not white they've been painted a sort of bright red it's slightly wider at the top. Hmm. It's weird that 
Cloudstone used to be painted, didn't it? Is that a thing? I think yeah. that may be a thing. Spirals were a thing in India. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely in India. Yeah. Um, you can see... I mean, the Achinga and their staff and the Giants wouldn't be like usually... No. And it's, uh, these are supporting a high roof some 30 feet, comfortably 30 feet up. Um, with a circular sort of oculus in the ceiling, like a hole through which a warm golden rose, sort of rose golden light is making its way down. And more painted swirls and spirals and motifs uh, covering the ceiling. The ceiling is like, it is brightly painted in orange and blue and red and white in many different patterns. It's actually like, it's, it's on that verge of garish, but isn't quite hit it. And the walls, the top and bottom are painted in, re in repeating swirls and strokes, but within them are freezes depicting various, um, actually, uh, a mixture of figures and animals and pastoral scenes. Uh, what looks like slightly stylized rolling hills and orchards depicting some sort of tree with um, wide low tree with blue curiously with blue leaves hmm. um, and many small figures uh, with brightly colored uh, skin tending to these uh, to this orchard while taller figures oversee them and then various creatures as well it seems to be uh, as far as you can tell just uh, a creature you've heard of like read stories of never seen a winged horse uh, and more familiar creatures that you have seen like griffins images of wyverns uh, even a picture of uh, a curious thing that kind of looks like a lion with like a giant scorpion tail um, that was cool Beasts and yeah, there's they seem to be uh, there's there's a lot going there's there's various things going on, and you can see looking back as you step in, the door you've come out of is set is a solid. This one actually is solid white stone door, set into an archway that goes up the full length of the wall, so the full thirty feet, and it's only bro only the bottom part is what's broken through. To, into this cor uh, into the corridor beyond there is another uh, doorway that seems to go outwards uh, with a currently closed door um, pe pair of doors interestingly the the doors themselves are again 30 foot high uh, and made of some sort of uh, painted silvery wood uh, but they have a, a, a pair uh, there's a second smaller door of around more human heights uh, I'm going to say about 8 foot tall 
set into one of the two big doors, which appears to be separately able to open and close. It is currently closed. And off to one side, there are a pair of these uh, double doors made of similar wood, um, which again are more suited sort of to human human users and seem to go into some sort of side rooms or chambers. Well, who brought our totem all the way here? Is it maybe time to to look for... Because how often can you cast the look for a thing thing? That's um, a good point. I will say, actually, like, really? with the, because of the totem, uh, the door, uh, the small human door, like lead, the human-sized door of the big, inside the big door, is slightly ajar. Okay, well, actually, yeah. that door's open. And you can see some, some like, dint marks on it, as if something impacting it. Well, should we try that one? I think we should maybe look around a bit and see the place, but I think that might be our first place to I look. I think we should look around. I mean, what? Honestly, we just climbed for fucking ages to get here. Let's have a look. Yeah. Could I even vaguely get a reckoning on um, how far we will have come in, like, as the crow flies? I mean, you've been traveling for, you want to say, at least three or more miles. Okay, right, yeah, so... Mm. You were traveling slowly at some points, especially when going along the wall for, like, several hundred feet. Uh, So I'm going to say, yeah, somewhere probably two and a half to three miles. Okay. So it's taken you about an hour to hour or so to get here. Corzin is going to cast Primeval Awareness again. (laughs) Okay. Again, Roar of the Sea. Just the one. The piccolo, Good. the piccolo fade trill of um, that would be not the time. Of no cinnamon spice hint, but this time, but definitely the dull, cold echo of undeath. Boo! Right, still got undead. No, nah. uh, no fiends this time. Okay. And yes, uh, there are indeed a few moths fluttering around the Oculus. And do you, I see your eyes looking up physically. Yeah. So as you look up, you see what appears to be evening sky above. Oh, that was fucking weird. Is it real? It's pretty. Yeah, but is it real? There's no... Cloud. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can't see clouds from here, but you can see the haze of, like, purplish pink. Can I see enough of the stars yeah. to make a guess at constellations? No stars that you can see. Alright. Is it a spell? Yeah, can I, like... What would a check be to... Like a large illusion spell? Arcana to see if it's... An illusion, or if we're seeing into an actual place? Uh, is it physically there, or is it... I mean, you can make an arcana or... check to make a guess, but you, is there any way of seeing you don't it? have to take magic cast or anything. Not yet. I, I could take ten minutes to do a bit of magic, but that's just a hustle fun. It's a dragon! 
It's a dragon <laughs> pretending to be a sky. What? what? I don't know. I'm very I tired. mean, at this point, it seems as likely as anything else. This is... No other detective dragon. Never, oh, this dice is on two ones like today. This. It's going to fuck. Right I, off. Uh, are there any windows? Oh yeah. Um, windows in this room? No. There's the giant. There's the big hole in the ceiling. Are there any windows anywhere else? Uh, so the other places, your exits are north, south, and Dennis. Uh, so there's, Dennis. So there's the hole in the there's the hole in the door which leads back into the dark tunnel. Uh, there is uh, a slightly ajar door that seems to lead outwards, and then there's the two doors, basically to your left, that seem to lead elsewhere within whatever. Yeah, somewhere else. They just are presumably not where. Yeah, they're, they're not a jar. Uh-huh. Hmm. Should we go onward? Yeah, the one that's. Uh, let's try that one first. Yeah. Uh, let's just. Sh- Wait, it's open. Don't think it's got any traps, but maybe we have a little poke first. Have a little look. Yes. Because okay. I got splatted I'll not do that, that long ago, really. Okay. Roll an investigation check. Anyone want to help? Yes. Excellent. I'm good at traps sometimes. Um, that is... How maths? 24. Okay. Uh, peering around, it does not appear to be trapped. Uh, it was... You can... In fact, it actually doesn't even appear to be locked. There doesn't appear to be a lock on this. Or a lap. Like, oh. there is a... Uh, there, there's... There's, like, a handle and... The, there is like a sliding latch, although the latch has been broken a bit by being forced open. Um, but like, not completely like shattered, broken, just like in the way of like you push a door, but it was going to get open that way anyway, so it's like a little bit of scratching. Um, yeah, the, the door is not trapped, and giving it a gentle push open, you see that it opens up into a wide glade of trees. Okay. There is like, not scattered so much as planted in concentric evenly spaced circles around gently rolling little hillocks are scores and scores of trees um they're not a tree any of you've seen before they are are, sorry are they blue they are indeed uh rising up to about 30 40 feet at the highest at their highest um they are very wide and the leaves go quite low and they seem and indeed they have silverish bark and white and blue leaves that are um, kind of like like a, like a fat diamond with uh, with like feathered edges uh, to them. They look much like normal leaves that you've seen but blue rather than green or red and some of the branches have uh, long berries on them, kind of a bit like uh, it's a bit like blackberries, but like longer, like like the really uh, like kind of uh, the ones that are longer than they are wide. Yeah. Can, like... can I inspect them to see if they're edible? Uh, yeah. Give me a nature check. Okay. There are some low hanging ones. You're able to reach them. 
Okay, there's a dirty 20. Take a look, careful, breaking them in your fingers, sniffing, very careful uh, touch to your tongue. They are tangy, they've got a bitterness um, to them. You feel like they're like they're they're very very tangy. It's kind of like um, you know when a uh, you know when you get like blackberries that aren't ripe yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This kind of feels like that. This feels like something you'd want to jam maybe or like make into a pie for preference, right. rather yeah. than necessarily eating raw. Like maybe it won't poison you uh, to have it. But you feel, but, but but your halfling senses are saying, "Yeah, cook this." Yeah. So, all right. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't think these are poisonous, but um, might not be the most pleasant thing to eat. Victory. Hmm. Um. Where, this is where you wanted to send the house, right? When we stole the house, this is the place. I mean, I yeah, to the place where I kept with the chest. By the way, one other thing. This place is just thronging with these glowing moths. Oh dear. The, oh, I'm not finished with the description. The moth, mm-hmm. like they're not absolutely everywhere, but they are frequent. There are moths around, fluttering place to place. This, like, it's their natural habitat. Um, and as it sort of victory goes, yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything like this. And walks up, and you see the moths fluttering around. So this is someone else's house that got stolen before. Maybe, yeah. I wonder how many of them are. There are here. Are they all connected? And what's to stop people wandering between them? Well, we just did. Yeah, or going and finding your box if this is your box place. I have no idea. Well, there seems to be no way of um, easily uh, navigating this this space. You need to know. Uh, what your position is relative to everywhere else. And I don't see that there's a way of easily being able to determine that. You have a point. I mean, usually you navigate by something and there's nothing here. Exactly. So if someone did somehow find their way here, it would be utter blind luck that they would come across anything they weren't intending to. I don't know. I feel like there might be spells that would... Let you find where you're going, I don't know. Maybe. Victory sort of looking, just turns around looking in a circle. Um, the. This glade. Um, huh. uh, this glade is. It, it, you kind of peer around. It's only got a couple of. There's only two structures that you can see. Um. The one that you just came out of, which you can see is, appears to mostly be the sort of entryway. Uh, and then you can see that there's a, squ- a smaller building that's sort of almost attached onto the side of it, with more with more doorways in, actually, from this side. Uh, it's a little flatter, it's got a little domed roof to it, and it seems to be... Um, uh, and it's from the outside. It's similarly painted with colourful spirals and geometric patterns, in something that feels a bit like the Achin styles that you've seen, but more rich, more involved, uh, more uh, and deeper. 
Although interestingly, there are sections that don't seem that seem to have been painted with less skill uh, than some of the others, and some lowered, especially lowered to the ground around it. And this section does have windows, uh, or uh, like, and um, windows with actual glass in as well. Smooth, clear glass. Wow. Very straight. Uh, and curtains, for that matter, as well. You can see there are there's, there's layers of fabric behind them. This is the first fabric we've seen here. Uh, I mean, outside of the house, we still. Yeah. Okay. So is it a recognizable style? Um, it appears to be made out. Yeah, it, it appears to be made out of. Um, well, cotton or something similar. It's uh, uh, and it's uh, just color. It's just uh, it's actually in a, in a pretty basic sort of tan coloring. Hang on a minute. Hmm. How is this still here with all the moths around? It's an excellent question. Huh. I mean, not all do all moths eat clouds? Well, if they are the type of uh, moths that eat, um, well, it's it's all plant matter essentially. Uh, then either there is something about these um, specific curtains that they don't like or potentially they've been treated or enchanted to make them unappetizing. I mean, is it time I just did, like, sat down and did the casting and made the, the, the tech magic? Honestly, it might be worth it. I think it yeah, might probably be... worthwhile yeah. at this point, Scamp, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. There, there is another structure at the far end of this glade, like and when I do say far end, I mean like maybe like, God, it feels like maybe a third of a mile away. Well, you can see another similar sort of building with a big, uh, with a big dome to, sort of dome-like structure to it. Again, brightly coloured, painted. It feels almost temple-like in its construction. I feel like that's maybe where we need to head. This place is rather um, picturesque in a sort of surreal nightmare kind of way. Yeah. Mm. One of the more sur- part victory friends. Look at the sky. Mm. Do I want to? I have been. You look up and it's really all choice. the right colours of evening. And it's warm here as well. It's a sort of gentle kind of mediterranean warmth almost mm-hmm. um there are even clouds with some light of uh, uh, like they're almost picturesque in nature and you can see there are little streams that do seem to run in between these trees and little bits of dew that suggest some sort of rain or similar here but there's no sun. Mm. There are no stars. Mm. The light just seems to come from the sky. It's almost a little reminiscent of the Dreamfold, actually, in some ways to you. Um, but the, this doesn't quite have the same feel as that place. And the trees... The, the moths only seem to flutter the moths flutter around these trees but not, you notice the trees that stretch out behind, beyond and behind uh, the valley 
where, uh, like, this section of the glade beyond where the gatehouse is, like, backwards behind you. Because you see the, the, this, this glade seems to carry on, like, oh, maybe for another mile or so before the valley sort of slopes upwards into high hills beyond. This place is a whole lot bigger than we expected, right? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Um, kind of seems fake. Look, when you were um, describing the uh, the spell initially, Scamp, I was picturing a like a, a void space that was exactly sort of the right size and shape for the thing you were putting in it. Yeah, this same. is a whole other dimension. Yeah, it's. I mean, it shouldn't have taken anything except the sphere that it was meant to take. Mm. But this is, this might be, I mean, just because we're figuring out how to do, you figured out how to do a box, then you figured out how to do the sphere, doesn't mean there's another level where you can't take a whole valley. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I could go like a little bit, then I could go a little bit and take a person and then I could go wherever as long as I've got a circle. Like, yeah. It just, I could make a I little mean, bit of fire of... and now everything explodes. Um. <laughs> I mean, prior to magic, the only uh, t- uh, time I've ever heard of buildings moving is when they were literally deconstructed and moved brick by brick. Oh, that sounds really boring. Sounds terrible. Oh, what a thing to well, do. It, it takes a long time, obviously, but Who's got the energy? Okay. But think about it, the same principle here. Probably. If you have the ability to, uh, to move certain things, all you need is time if you can do the thing ad infinitum. Hmm. Do you think the giants were visiting each other and bringing their old fucking castles with them? Yeah. I mean, if we could travel and just take our house with you. Yeah, great. I mean, I'm not uh, the world's best historian, but the, the the giants quite famously disappeared. Maybe the, where, this is where some of them went. Oh, I hope not. I, don't, I mean, amazing living history. Learn all the things. Oh, living history. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is great. But I don't, I don't know that we're in the right place to have a nice conversation with some giants who have maybe been stuck in a void for a very long time. I don't know about you, but I get stuck in like on a ship for too long and I get cranky. Yeah, me too. Well, we haven't seen any yet. And What's does any, time these moss? here? I don't know. But it, it could also be that there's not anyone here. It might be. But it might be that, you know, they died and this has just got left here. Yeah. Because if nobody's moving it, maybe it just stays. Yeah, Yeah. like so many of the ruins we've already visited. But a lot of those were, like, destroyed in wars and things, weren't they? Yeah. Whereas... But if this, when the war happened, was just in here... Yeah. I, I mean, if a war happened and I didn't want to fight, seems like a nice place to come. Yeah. I can't really think of anywhere uh, 
further away from uh, a place you could be uh, caught. Fucking pretty as well. Right, shall I do the detector magic thing? I think it's probably worth it. Yes, if you would, Scamp. Yeah, Yeah. let's do that. We'll cover Um, you. Can you do the language one? I think I do actually know how to do that. Just in case there's other languages. I think I can. Yeah, I can make a like a a, 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 a one that should do something like that. I guess we've got we've got ten minutes. If a pair of you want to take a look around. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Sit here and do a little wander. You start your ritual uh, uh, casting. What do you want to inspect? Um, what, us? Yeah, the pair of you. Yeah, I'm just going to sit okay. here. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. In ten I wanna, minutes. I want to observe the uh, the moths a little bit more closely and see if they do look like the kind of moths that would be um, the, the type that would eat fabric. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you give me a nature check. Uh, Celestia, in terms of things around, I mean, without going long distance, you're... Yeah, what can I get to without going long distance? Uh, you're right next to the structure you came in through, mm-hmm. so the gatehouse sort of uh, area. There's the site, there's the little house, that, uh, little, little structure that's attached to it on one side. You haven't, been, uh, you haven't looked at that yet. Uh, there is more valley that stretches around the other side of the gatehouse. Oh, look at the little gatehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... It's ten. Ten. Nature. Um, as far as you can tell, these are regular moths. Like, presumably, clearly magical in some way. Like, you know, they've already showed up weekly magical, and they definitely seem to have a strange luminescence to them. You do see, uh, looking, peering at the trees, uh, little cocoons here and there. They seem to eat the... They seem to feed on the trees, uh, like ch- the, the caterpillars do that mm. make up to them. They do seem to spin little silk of this iri- uh, cocoons of this iridescent silk. Um, What's the whole life cycle here? Yeah, thing you do notice: no moths passed where the gatehouse is. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. They only seem to flutter within this central glade. Does that mean no moth man? Go where Mothman cannot fall. Mothman has not yet reformed, <laughs> so your senses are telling you. Is he still still exists, but yeah. discorporate? Um, the uh, so yeah, that's that's the thing you notice. Celestia, um, looking around, you see that there's uh, two more entrances into the side buildings, uh, both with regular doors with handles, but uh, no no locks. So. Uh, okay. Alright. Uh, door number one, door number two. One. Okay. <laughs> you go, you open the room, uh, you pick the main door door in, uh, and it leads into a slightly plainer than the elaborately decorated uh, uh, exterior room um it's there's it's all again made with cloud stone for the main structures but the uh walls have been like simple uh, have been painted with simple repeating colors and uh it it's a kitchen there's not really much more to say than that it's <laughs> it's strangely mundane for you seen there is there are a series of well-made um 
pot on a shelf on the wall uh, with repeated like earthenware with repeating wave, black wavy designs. Uh, there are there is a sink with water in it, buckets nearby made of similar silverish wood. Uh, there are just plates, drinking vessels. Uh, you can see you find another door which leads to like a uh, like a sort of pantry with um, some really really old sacks of food you would guess which honestly have mostly spilled open and largely been eaten presumably by moths <laughs> um, as well as sealed jars like sealed with wax of some sort okay. um, which give them a little sort of experimental push pull slosh a little mm-hmm. um, pickling jars could be pickle could, could be vinegar could be wine could be beer you don't know uh, well, look, look, if there's food here, that could only... Aren't you looking at the moths, mate? Yeah, you're oh, just sorry. a celestial looking around. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got <laughs> confused where I was. No, it's too weird. Um, um, I mean, are there, like, taps on any of them? Um, there aren't taps on any of them, but if you really wanted, you could break the seal and open it. I don't know what's in the jar, weirdly. I don't know why. It's yeah. pointless, but I really it's all right. want to know. Break the seal in one, take a sniff. <laughs> it's, um... I mean, over time, like, there's... It probably still would go off over this long. So you get the vinegarish, confused scent of what was probably once just beer. Just jars of preserved alcohol. I really want to taste some, like, hundreds of years old beer, and I'm going to do it, and no one can stop me. Roll a concept. Yep. (laughs) What happens if you use mending on something that's stale? Three... (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that was vile. Wow, that sucks. You are. Um, I put the lid back on. <laughs> mm, you're poisoned for the next minute. It's just like, oh, as you feel nauseous. Yuck. Yeah, that's. Oh. Well, I'm going to pretend I didn't do that when I see the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. a little green at the gills. Um, that was. It was not a fun time. You. I'm going to say say over the next ten minutes. And that was interesting here. You open a few more doors. Um, you discover the layout of the rest of this of this uh, structure. It's a home. For um, you find a bedroom with uh, enough beds for five people of broadly human size. Uh, they appear to all be have been neatly made. Interestingly. The fabric of the beds and of the curtains and so on appears to be cotton or something similar. Has not been eaten by the moths, but uh, giving it a... You do sort of give it a sniff at one point, and the, 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 the fabric has quite a sharp tang to it. It's like something was maybe sprayed on it a very, very long time ago. It's very faint. Like mouldy air freshener sort of situation. Yeah, just something that discourages the moths in some way. You're not really sure what. Um, and you find little things. You find find an outhouse, basically, um, uh, of sorts that seems to go into some sort of like chute um, that goes down and under the ground in some way. Doesn't look exactly like a regular cesspit. Hmm. 
but it seems there's like a running water stream that's underneath that seems to go somewhere. Have a void pee. Mm. <laughs> go for a pee. Yep. Feels like a regular pee. Mm. <laughs> checking. Carried away by the stream. As if you wouldn't have a void pee, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and the... Yeah, uh, and there's a side room which is full of what appears to be tools, um, actually mithril tools. Ooh, ooh, uh, them as well, which you are happy to know. Mostly to do with pruning uh, and gardening. Ah, the same as we found gardening tools. Bloody gardening tools. You find mithril, like ludicrously valuable gardening, ancient gardening tools. Uh, we we sold the last ones, didn't we? Silver we did. handles, yeah, we yeah. did. Uh, and uh, yeah, it looks like and things for like carefully pruning things and, and also for collecting things. There's a lot of spools, not currently with anything wound around them, but like empty bobbins as well. The last thing you discover is a room which has. This was the first room you've seen with a lock on it. Mm. Um, and it is a latch from the outside. Can I just open it then? You, yeah, you just open and pull it out. There is a room, and you're greeted by a room that at some point was probably a storeroom. Um, there's shelving in it. And, but whatever it was originally has been moved out. And instead, you can see stacked on the shelves are bones of uh, humanoid creatures, similar and Broadly similar to humans or elves, like not quite the same structure uh, to them, slightly different shapes to the bones. And it looks like four different people were laid to rest here. Um, from the way the bones have fallen and the remnants of wrappings around them. The wrappings have actually survived fine, more than the flesh has. They look to have been laid, like, carefully positioned and placed. There were five beds, yeah? There were five beds. And in the centre of this small storeroom, there is a... Um, there is what seems to be a small, like, three-foot-high monolith, for want of a better word, made of cloudstone covered in metallic glyphs in gigantic in a similar fashion to the teleport circles and the moment you start to step towards it you feel a sort of weirdness to you like like something pushing against you uh, and you look back and you notice the, the the rainbow spirit has pulled back away from it. What is going on with that? What's happening? Oh, uh, that? 
doesn't feel good. Ooh, I don't want to get close to that. You think we shouldn't touch that? Uh, I feel like you could, but I'm staying over here. What's going to happen if I touch it? We, it's... I don't know. I just, I just don't want to get close to that. You know. I'm going to try I, getting I a don't... little closer. When you get a little closer, you just feel oh, it's deeply uncomfortable. It's like it's pushing a part of yourself away at the back. Like you could feel like you can get your body closer, but like it's almost like you're like a bit of a bit of you can't get get, get next to this. Stretching. Yeah, you mm. see, you can see that the rainbow spirit still it's, connected by a tether to you, but it's like it's like in Northern Lights yeah, when you try and get away from your yeah. demon. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's what that was like. Yeah, yeah the that, I think. Oh yeah, rainbow yeah, spirit was. does not want to oh, get okay. close to that monolith. No, you know, no, no, I'm done. Nope, just for once. No, no, thank mm-hmm. you. No. Maybe we'll get one of the others to touch it who doesn't have a you, but I think I very firmly have a you, and I did not enjoy that. Yeah. Oh. Ow. Wow. Um, that that was did not feel good. Not did fun. It? <laughs> let's let's not do that. No. No. No, let's not. Maybe Scample Victory can touch it. At the end of the ten minutes, you come out. You, uh, you come out to find that Victory has finished adjusting her little handmade wand. Spirit around me like a blanket. What is it? The weird thing doesn't doesn't like spirits. Oh. Okay. I'm not touching it. Don't like yeah, it. Yeah. Don't touch it. Okay. Let's have a look at that. Yeah, Other than that, awesome. it's just a house. Um, Five beds and four dead bodies, so... Oh, what, just, like... Um, in the beds? No, like, like laid to rest oh. elsewhere, like, purposefully. In, apparently, a storeroom... As far as you can tell, a storeroom that was repurposed into a burial chamber. Yeah, like, like a storeroom. Okay. But they were, they were wrapped, like it wasn't just yeah. random. Um, other than that, just, like, a kitchen and... Toilet, all that shit. So some people died, but there was still someone left to bury, bury them. Yeah. Presumably. Must have been. Hmm. Let's have a look at this this thing you don't like then. Um, bury yeah, you've got magic thing up, haven't you? Yeah, I've got the thing. Can see the things. Yep, I've got the uh, the reading wand. Great. Oh, there were actually some glyphs on it, so that might be really helpful. Oh, I might be able to read that, then. Yeah. Oh, cracking. Yeah, either of you might be able to. You head over to the to the impromptu burial chamber. It calls in similarly to Celestia. You, you, getting too close to that monolith feels weird to you, and the ambivalent octopus and the fish spirits stay well away from it. Okay. That's... Have I felt anything like this previously? No. No, you haven't. And actually, um, you notice... Scamp, you don't feel anything, but um, Lux, CD, and uh, Friend all keep their distance from this. Uh, what do you... Friend... Yes. Any inkling of what would happen if you did go near that? Obviously, in no way asking you to. I just just wondered if you had a different take on it. 
I'm not sure I can. Like you're repelled, or if you did go near it, something terrible would happen to you. Like, like which of those does it feel like? The same question to you, actually, darling. I'm the pride spirit. Ooh, uh, I'm not really sure. It 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 kind of feels. It's like. Uh, it's like I, I don't want to get next to it and it wouldn't be good and if I got really close I couldn't get any closer Lux cuts him imagine it's like a wall of, of burning hot iron you don't want to get close to it and even if you were mad enough to put your hand on it you couldn't get through right okay. Uh, I knew it felt bad but I was just getting sort of abstract bad thought it was worth asking if anyone else had anything other than that you know Friend, are you going to be alright if I get close to it? That's a decent question. Because we're sort of like attached a bit right now. I'll manage, but I won't. Be, but I won't be able to lend you any assistance while you're next to it. Good to know. Do I have any idea what the runes on it say? Looking at the runes, are. Uh... Interestingly, again, they are much like the magical runes that you see, the glyphs that you've seen before. These are more like formulae than words. Uh, so you can you can sort of read them, but they don't hundred percent make sense. This is it's more like a systematic laying out of things. This is definitely uh, magical glyph casting. Uh, or enchantment in nature rather than warnings uh, but there is though there is a um, there is a base of gigantic writing uh, around the base of the uh, monolith uh, which you can read and it does loosely say uh, keep back ye servants of the of the great enemies Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Servants of the great enemies. No, yeah, it's strange. I guess were they fighting giants? A... Were fighting battle with people with spirit-based magic? Maybe. Or were they Who just they fighting? fighting against the spirits? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm the slightest idea. Oh. Shrugs. Hang on, what? We've seen um, other uh, gigantic records of, um, of like an ancient war against something. Yes. What was it? Was it the. What was it, the fucking regent or something? Was it the unseen? Uh, crap, the snake people's. Is that that one? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, did we ever figure out who the giants were fighting? Uh, you do seem to remember the Yonti being involved in that passage. Oh, but they might have had spirit magic, maybe. Hmm. And you did go back and watch that that one, the like the nosebleed cat <laughs> original oh, imprisonment. Yeah. Did you do that? Yes. yes. <laughs> so the giants didn't use spirit magic. Like well, a, the, uh... a toll. They, they had uh, arcane magic. 
true, but like... Surely some of them must have been sighted just by sheer probability, right? Possibly, Unless they weren't. Know. Maybe not. Maybe it's... I mean, but with... I don't know, every other kind of type of people, it's, it's just one in every few thousand, isn't it? Is it the same number in every type of people? I don't know. I, I've, it's Not never sure. felt particularly weighted towards mm. one population, but then I haven't met loads of people, have I? As yeah. far as you know from your own background growing up, uh, it was a great frustration of the uh, clerics of the various spider goddesses that uh, sight didn't travel along familiar lines or anything. You couldn't, you know, you couldn't like breed a line of priest ki- of, of priest queens or anything like that. It was, it just, was random. just random, and consequently, there were many, many more of slaves who were born with the sight because there were many, many There's more slave people. Yeah, yeah. So, they, like, and their the, the religious structure had to be adapted, like the yeah. existence of. I mean. Uh, yeah. They were always pretty annoyed where I came from at how random it was. Okay. Like, it's not even inherited or anything. Maybe it's something... Yeah, as far just... as I know, there's no rhyme or reason to it. No, it's just every few thousand people you get some weirdo who can see stuff. And that's us too. I look at Corsi <laughs> <laughs> in mock pride. He sort of um, Weirdos, shrugs with a slight nervous <laughs> smile. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I feel like a lucky weirdo. Though. Maybe they just didn't. Maybe they, it's or possible. that they didn't use it if they had it. Well, they were noted for have not really it. having a religion as such. Hmm. And a lot of um, spirit based magic is tied to that. It is seen as religious. Often. Yeah. Evidently, it doesn't have to be, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, also a lot of people just think spirits are gods. Well, that's the thing. Well, there's various different takes on uh, what spirits are, depending on where you happen to be in the world. I yeah. suppose. Yeah, I mean, me and Serana quite an interesting chat about it the other day. Hmm. So I mean, if, but if if the giants were anti-religion and to them all the spirits were varying sizes of God, maybe they purposely didn't use it. Yeah, hmm. maybe the, you know one in every five thousand or so uh, spirit sight just went well. Nah, I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard of a uh, a type of magic that specifically counteracts the sort of magic that spirits do. No, me neither. That is interesting. Yeah, but. I mean, just because we haven't heard of it before now, it doesn't mean people didn't develop it. Hang on. Wasn't there, um... In that pyramid we went to, the scary one with the horrible fat man, Mm -hmm. um, was there or was there not something at the top of it that the spirits were a bit freaked out by? Or am I making that up completely? There was something horrible at the top of it. Mm, there was, uh, yeah, there was. Uh, you do recall something that the top of it, it as well as being like a like, huge, like but... a huge cap of just solid adamantine. Um, just things felt weird around there. Yeah. I think that was the closest we've had to this. 
What school of magic am I seeing from this thing? I'm assuming I'm seeing magic. So looking at it's it, fucking weird uh, if you are. Yeah, yeah, this is magic. It's abjurat. It's abjuration in nature. Abjuration. It's protective, uh, warding type magic. And with the focus on it, you can see that it extends out about fifteen feet in every direction, from the monolith. Okay, you got like fifteen feet on each side. I think you. Don't get any closer than that. Mm. I don't like it. Don't want yeah, to. That's about the point where it starts, where the spirits are just like un, really unwilling to approach, and where it starts to feel wrong to enter. Mm. Well, it's a little bit like the. Um, Scan, uh, the you can get circle, close without can feeling any weird. I can't feel anything. Mm. I'm gonna have a closer look. Mm. Be, right. be careful, you. Yeah? Does this mean the giants couldn't heal at all? Or that they had other means of doing it. Mm. I suppose it, potions aren't. I mean, there's good. healing potions, but. Beyond that. No, but. Do you need spirits to heal to do any kind of healing? Is that. It's is genuinely. I've uh, never used magic that doesn't have spirits in it. Uh, as I know far that as you can't if you're a wizard, but. Like. I mean, this? as far as I know, it's. Basically, potions, uh, or go find a cleric. Oh shit! Yeah, of course it is. Well, I mean, you and Corzin both can, but that's. Mm. And I mean, you only can with your stick. And the stick's got an angry spirit attached. It ain't yeah. happy to be involved at all. So fucking mad, I'd imagine. Uh, yeah, there's the stick and the statue, and they're both not happy to be with me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. This is. I just. I think me and this one are a bit too the same thing for me to go near it. To be honest. Can you cast into it? I don't know. Should we find out? Just a little. Maybe like send a light or something. Yeah. Throw. Put a light towards it. The sort of purple element of the rainbow spirit that creates the the light sort of flings the light into it, and the light sort of goes in and holds. And then, like the spirit bit pulls back, but the effect stays. Okay, so I, I'd throw something over there. That's good to know. Yeah, just in case you know, I, I collapse all dead and stuff, and you have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a little bit <laughs> closer. Really an experiment look. to just do if that's what you thought was gonna happen. Well, just in case you know, I went unconscious that you could actually. Oh, healing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess plan if you go unconscious is you know victory grab him, we'll heal him. That's a good plan. <sighs> it's as good a plan as any. I don't. Yeah, that doesn't feel right. Don't like it. Okay. So. Okay. What do you want to do now? I'm gonna get closer and have a close look at it. Okay, you get right up next to it. Have a close look. Uh, it's definitely. I would roll an arcana check. I don't know if this is worth tidying or not because I want to know stuff. You can do. But if it's nothing to learn, it would be a waste. I've got inspiration. Oh, has it faded? Uh, It's now been 10 minutes because you spent 10 minutes. Have some more. Pachoo! Come on! That's how we do that. (laughs) 
Oh god, <laughs> that's not good. Um, I'm adding a decent amount, but not a huge amount. D12. D12. I've got loads of those. I never get to use them. Oh crap! Oh wow. So I'm doing great. It's going to be like um, loads of bugger. That's a whole twelve. Yeah, there's not much you can tell. Your gut feeling looking at how this is, uh, the magic and how it's studied, it looks is that it feels like a miniature version of one of those huge pillars outside Fen that seem to be charged up with magic. Like, basically, it's a, like, a, like a massive... It's an enchanted item, fundamentally. Oh, these are awful, awful pillars that did awful things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's horrible. Um, uh, it also looks like it's pretty friggin' heavy, and there's clear signs that there's, there's drag marks on the floor for it where it was clearly originally pulled in here. Wait a minute, of course this makes sense. The, the bodies. This is hmm? here to stop the bodies from uh, from being repossessed. If you don't have clerics, you don't have the ability to stop that from happening. They would have had to take have found another off. way. We just take the head off. Yeah. Well, yes, but. That's a way of doing it, but if you didn't have um, the ability um, on a societal level to do it any other way, yes, that would or have been one way of doing it. Or if you just didn't want to routinely decapitate your I mean, family. Generally, it's oh, yeah, not that something though. that you do if you have another option. This is pretty big magic for something that's... You say that, the big old dog and things that Corzin's got, that was a birthday present. Big yeah. magic was not—it's not unusual. That's true. Big magic was normal. I mean, this was a society that made gardening tools out of mithril. Oh yeah, I found some more of those, by the way. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. Well, hang on to them. Look at this fucking trowel. Look how cool it is. <laughs> Just gleaming mithril trowel. Yeah. Yeah, so See, now... you know, if we live, money. Yay! Hooray! Now th this is a good example, right? That that is um is exceedingly valuable to us. Maybe it was common as muck to them. Oh, must have been. Mm. Unless everyone we've come across was ridiculously rich. I suppose maybe everyone we've come across has been ridiculously rich because that's maybe what survived. Possibly, or maybe that's got um, the expensive magic protecting it. Yeah. Well, even just think about the um, uh, the stone, the materials used to create half of these um, uh, these structures. This would be really, really difficult to come by and hard to um, uh, to mine for us. But maybe for them, it was really easy. It was yeah. like the most readily available material they could use. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they were just really good at shit in ways that we weren't, so they could get the good shit. Well, if I remember you're good at hearing... shit, you can get the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing stories, and I'm sure they were um, uh, a load of rubbish, but stories once about um, a uh, city far off in Ferranon where gold was so um, uh, prevalent that they used it basically to, um, uh, to make drain pipes and to... Uh, tile roofs and things like we would use lead that's wild yeah. but I suppose if it's what like, you've got yeah if you were in a situation where uh, gold were as common and as easy to um, uh, work as lead maybe that would be the thing that you would use 
So this here, maybe that is just the um, the means by which they stop their dead from rising. Does it also keep them away? Do you think? Well, is Mothman likely to burst in on us again? That's a good point, actually. We ought to look around and see if there are any more of these, because as difficult as it might be for um, us with spirits to uh, get near them, it also perhaps means that we've uh, got another element of protection from whatever the uh, uh, the Mothman is. <laughs> Mothman's ridiculous is what the Mothman is, but... I think you're right, though. We've we found all we can here. Yeah, let's keep moving. Let's move on. I mean, I thought my made-up name was dumb, you know? Actually, no, I thought my made-up name was magnificent. I'm lying. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> you oh, wow, like that's an amazing that um, a, a magical effect would last that long. Yeah. yeah, I never really thought about how long things last in terms of magic. Mm. Well, well, I can do only lasts for uh, a little while, and okay, I'm, you know, not the most. Um, a magically gifted person I know, but still, it even for like you think about the um, the enchantments we have on the ship that had to be um, done by a, a specialist. I think the longest I can do is let's do kind of like pops ahead to the side. Oh fuck! Like a year actually. I mean, uh, that's, 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 that's a fucking long time. Yeah, only to one person though, and it's really creepy. I mean, uh, equally yeah. though, this all looks like it's. Sort of like enchanted, like enchanted items, mm. and they, they just last. From what I've heard, they they, they last until they break. Mm. Yeah, um, they tend to last a lot longer. I mean, like the sanctum on on board our ship. Fuck, mum. Not going to think about that. You know, I I, um, I wouldn't. I'm trying not yeah. to think about anyone outside um, until we have some sort of solution. Uh, well, anyway, I'm trying really yeah, hard not to yeah. think that time might be moving differently. Our the... Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, I'm not going to think about that. Anyway, um, the, the 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 sanctum on board the ship. I mean, that's been there for years. As long mm. as the. Uh, oh. oh, I'm sorry. I just clanged my glass against the radiator. That was the scariest noise. <laughs> uh, like, uh, and that that's been there for years. I mean, Mum put that into place, but it's 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 soaked into the timbers. Mm. Unless it gets destabilized, um, it'll it'll stay, yeah. and for as long as the ship does. And I've heard that some of the dwarf-made ones, yeah, you know, as long as you can get the actual enchantment anchor back, unless that breaks, they could last decades. Hmm. I wonder how long this has been here. I don't know. I mean, I think the donkey's dead and gone on donkey's ears. Yeah. yeah. So, which bit do we want to do next? Let's. Do we want to go back in and have a look at the other rooms, or do we want to go ahead and look at that other building? You've pretty thoroughly explored uh, the interior of the structure. You could always cool. go around and look at the other side of it if you want Let's to. Let's follow where the big, the the big, the thing, the thing we want to find. What's it called? The toaster. Toaster. Yes. Thank you. Let's what go that way. Back when. Mm. Okay. That seems like the most sensible option. 
you venture onwards into the valley and your journey is pretty much unassailed for the next third of the third of a mile you're going but there is a brief moment in the very center of these concentric circles of trees there's one that is a little larger than the rest about twice the size actually goes up to about 60 feet in height with a thick trunk and at the base of it there is a small pile of bones slightly um, kind of no longer in position fallen down over time but you can see once propped up against the tree looking out over the over the valley the streams the countryside someone came here and passed their clothing has um, what remains of their clothing is still there actually presumably sprayed with the same substance or enchanted in the same way as the other fabrics did not just be consumed by moths um, but entangled up in the bones and there is also a necklace of silvery materi- material tangled up with the chest sort of the bones around the chest and the, t- and the head what was once a plain tunic which is focused around a small pendant which is deeply marked uh, just like covered densely with gigantic glyphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, do any of you approach it? Yes. Yeah, like As that. you get close, causing you feel that same sort of uh, sensation oh. when same you get to about five feet, and the and, and your spirits pull back. I, I'm guessing this must be a smaller. Um, version of what that uh, monolith was for. Yeah, yeah, it feels okay. weird. Okay, um, I can have a little look, but I don't, I don't read. So, can't. Well, Petri, can you have a little uh, look? Yeah. Can you hold it up so I can see it at least? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, both take a look. Holding up the light again. It's mostly arc. It's mostly glyphs in nature, but scamp. You're able to pick it up. You see the use uh, causing you see scamps. Tagalongs sort of like keep their distance from it. Um, this one doesn't have any writing on it, it's all markings. Uh, it, it's all just arcane glyphs, but the, the effect is clearly the same but smaller in radius. It just seems to be a level of personal protection. Well, I think we can uh, safely say it's the reason why there's, um, there's no one dead around here. Hmm. Yeah. So, some people got trapped here and died. Do we think they got cut off because of the war? Maybe. It feels like it would make sense, doesn't it? This isn't yeah. someone who intended to die here. No, it it wasn't. Doesn't like, look like it, it wasn't like a place, like like a tomb. No, it was a store cupboard. It'd been like treated to be nice, yeah. but it wasn't was not the intention. Okay. Yeah, it looks like whoever this was was the last one alive. Yeah. Actually at the distance I'm at, can I um at least make a 
guess at what the cause of death was. Medicine check. Okay. Okay, that is an, a 17. From the way the bones have shaped, little hints here and there, brittleness of them, old age. Well, it doesn't look like um, this person, whoever they were, um, died violently or of starvation, privation or anything. I'd have to look at the other ones, but maybe it was just old age, yeah. So they just, they were stuck here. Quite possibly. Well. Oh, it's really sad. It is really sad. Yeah. Do you think they knew when they came here they wouldn't be able to get back? If we can find some other writings, if there uh, are any other around here, that might answer some questions for us. Yeah, let's let's keep looking. Maybe someone left a, a. I mean, if I was stuck here, I would write a diary just in case. Yeah. You kind of looking at the body. If they if they wrote anything down, whatever materials they wrote on, were not protected against the moths. Nothing here. So nothing that you could find within the house. You the bits where the moths don't go. Somewhere. Yes, beyond about a third of a mile out from the central tree in every direction. So the moths just don't proceed. Those bits, maybe we'll see something. I mean, there's nothing... nothing there's no other structures beyond that sort of third okay. of a mile out point. At one end of that sort of radius is the gateway house with the little... With a little sort of bar- uh, little house attached to it. At the other end is the house, your slash temple sort of structure. You're making your way towards. Okay. And that's it. There are no other structures in this valley. Oh. Okay. Also, the, in the time you've been here, the quality of the light hasn't significantly changed. Good to know. It's still just permanent just with like not quite sunset even got golden rosy evening hmm. oh. okay let's, let's let's carry on let's get to see what else there is to see hmm. you travel onwards into uh, for the rest of the sixth of a mile until you find the tall, again with bright red pillars supporting it, temple-like structure of a building. This again has huge uh, double doors with a smaller door. This one is <coughs> has been banged open. And within it, you can hear a sort of sound. What is that? Like a sort of clonking or 
moving sound. Something clonking against something else. Is that the thing where... Uh, and there are a lot more... And there are a lot of moths clustered on the exterior of this building or fluttering in through the windows. And this building does have windows. But they're high up. Because like, if it was me and I had this place so there was a danger of getting trapped, I'd want some way that if anyone came here the things I need would be drawn to me. Like a token to get them back. Mm. That does make sense. Guess we've got to go look. Yeah. Check the traps on the door. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Help, please. Yes. I will assist you. Always. Oh, thank God you assisted me because one of them was a one. Um, That is a 19. Okay, uh, the door does not appear to be trapped, uh, and it is in, and, it, and the the uh, at least the small door, and it is wide open. Mm. Uh, you are a, uh, at least the door doesn't appear to be trapped on purpose, because as you stare inside, as you peer inside, you can see the centre of this uh, entryway has a wide ch- sort of atrium chamber within it. Uh, similarly decked out with supporting columns and brightly coloured friezes and, and patterning to the uh, to to the gatehouse, but at the centre of it is something almost reminiscent of the of the industrial looms that you've seen in the factories of uh, of thunder's watch it's a strange machine of bronze with many limbs and coats what seems to be seem to be combs and hand uh, and like hand like claws and grips um, spinning around it, but not structured in, uh, but structured like a tree. Oh, cool. Like a tree that spirals up from the center and has many branches that might once have moved independently. You can see places where joints are designed to articulate and turn, and inch, and all of these joints are ringed with with glyphs, uh, interconnecting glyphs, and gigantic. Um, and the interior of this chamber is covered with moths as around the centre of it uh, and the base there's almost like a shallow bowl filled with cocoons or pieces of broken of like pulped up tree uh, leaf bark uh, leaf and bark from these trees some parts of this tree still try to move you can see rollers that pick uh, you can see ha- things that pick leaves and shunt them in rollers that grind them up into a paste and deposit them onto the ground with the little grubs seem to feed on them and turn into, into cocoons but other parts are broken, bent out of shape, caught up in a strands of silk 
as you can see now this whole thing was somehow meant to capture the iridescent silk of these of these silkworms to harvest the cocoons and turn them into neat bolts you can actually see along the walls there are spools of this silk wrapped into place but at some ancient time in the distant past the machine broke and now there are strands of silk in every direction like a massive web uh, web or like a cat's cradle spinning through the uh, through the whole room and up in the center of it tied in place bound and wrapped almost mummy like amongst the many strands is the body of the Mothman. Oh. Oh dear. And causing you feel oh. that coalescence of the Mothman coming together. Okay, I cast protection from good and evil on myself. <laughs> As you cast the spell, gaining that protection around you, feeling the sort of spirits flutter around you to grant you the protection, you see the moths all join in, swirling into a column and spreading the um, and spreading his wings as the ancient mechanical tree comes to life and starts <laughs> spinning these web uh, these stred, strands of silk around it. Is the ghost is a is the ghostly form that proclaims, "I am vengeance. I am the night." Oh, for pity's sake! I am Mothman. <laughs> and we will pick up with that fight <sighs> next time. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you all very much for playing. And farewell from all of us here. Flintlocks and fireballs, fairies and natural twenties, <laughs> and I can breathe in space. <laughs> <laughs> we stretch across the black abyss while Mothman taunts with vengeful fists to reach a secret treasure trove. Within the void, a quiet grove. So, gallium muskets, gallium spears, will plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.